High School Football is on the air. This evening, it's the final regular season game for the Rovers as they travel up to Emporium to take on the Cameron County Raiders in D9 Class 1A action. High School Football on Sunny 106 is being brought to you by our fine sports sponsors. Now let's sit it out to Emporium in Red Raider Football Complex. And before the opening kickoff, let's check in with our pregame show with Bill Edwards right here on Sunny 106. Oh, did you, your clipboard is there. Okay, if you're just joining us, we had some uh, technical difficulties in a big way, but uh, we finally uh, are on the air. At the 9.57 mark, we had a touchdown by the Rovers. It was uh, Caleb Doherty starting off where he had last, left off last week where he had a really great game. So it's 7-0 in favor of the, uh, the Rovers. Right now, the Raiders have the ball. They're up across the 40-yard line out of their own territories, about the 43-yard line. And they will have a second down there and we'll see where they where they mark the ball again we apologize didn't have a chance to get that good lead in jared but uh, the raiders come to this game uh, of course we are in the emporium tonight but the raiders come to this game with a record of seven and two so they are playoff bound and what's going to happen tonight the winner of this game will most likely have a home game mm-hmm. yeah it's uh, interesting to see because cameron county has a, a better record than brockway does um but, you know, I feel like Brock was probably going to have the better seed anyway. Well, yeah, I think so. They're probably going to be three. They come into this game six and three. And so they, but uh, by virtue of some of the teams that they have played that the Raiders have not played, they're mm-hmm. probably going to be in that three position. Uh, Redback will be first. Looks like Port Allegheny will be second. And then uh, Brock will be third. So important game because uh, everybody wants that first uh, playoff game at home. Yeah, and Cameron County is definitely jockeying with some other teams too. So you know, it's a, it's it's not based on wins or losses anymore. They have a committee, so that's why I want to show good against Brockway. Exactly. Okay, so we're still in the first period. The uh, Rovers have it. Uh, they missed the opportunity for a wide open touchdown pass. Uh, Crawford was overthrown. He was there was nobody near him, and uh, so on a fourth down, the Rovers went for it. They got the first down, then got the pass to Doherty from Fox, and uh, Doherty took it the rest of the way, and then he kicked the extra point. So seven to zero with 8:20 on a running clock here left in the first period from Emporium. And Doherty, he was a uh, player of the week a couple weeks ago when I was with you, and uh, he's just continuing to get better as the season goes on here, you know? Yeah, I talked to him before the before the game. I hadn't had a chance to meet him. He's really, really a sharp kid, mm-hmm. really a nice kid, and uh, and a big kid, you know, for his uh, for his age. Okay, there's the handoff to the left side. Of course, uh, the, uh, the, big, the big guy is... Uh, uh, Zuko for uh, Mikhailai, uh, uh, Mikhail Malachi. Malachi. I'm sorry, Malachi. Malachi. Yeah, Malachi. Uh, he is the guy. He's, he's got the most receiving yards. He's got the most rushing yards. He has the most touchdowns with 10. So he's kind of the, the go-to guy for the uh, for the Raiders. Yeah, just kind of watching it here. They're running a pistol offense as uh, you know, as we were getting getting the computer and everything working. He's a shifty little kid. He is. He's not a real big kid. And that is a first down. Start trucking first down. And start kind of behind 
behind things tonight, so I'll have to try to play catch-up. I uh, want to mention real quick while we have a chance to our, our uh, sponsors, Swift Kennedy Insurance, Clyde Ferrero and Company, New Water Service, Ferrero, Puck and Ferrero, Joe's Tuck Shop, Star Trailer Sales, uh, Frember Lumber and Molding, Yard Works, Glastown Pizza, The Little Transport Incorporated, Rocky Grill, Verichetti Holdings LP, and Creekside Auto and Tire. Okay, second down and about uh, about 11 to go here for the Raiders as the ball is near midfield at the 49-and-a-half-yard line. The Red Raiders moving from our left to our right, back to pass. Quarterback's going to open out there. But it didn't look like he wanted to throw that. That's number number 11, Lathan Reed. He's a fullback, so he's probably not somebody he normally throws to. Well, yeah, it didn't look like it, right? <laughs> yeah. But the uh, but, but the ball it was con- it was connected, so they're out inside the uh, 50 now at the uh, Rover 45, about 46 yard line, and they have a third down and about four to go for the first down. Again, uh, it's seven to zero in favor of the uh, Rovers. Well, you must have used your influence here to get us seats on the 50-yard line. Oh, yes. Yeah, outside the press <laughs> box. So uh, we're just fortunate that it is a warm, Boy, the weather dry beautiful. night tonight. It yeah. is beautiful. I they, left, and it was freezing. Come back, and it's 75. So it could have been quite different. Okay, it looks like we have a timeout on the field, and so we'll take a timeout. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for rover football. Configuring the Bluetooth. Deciding who controls the music. Remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. See Swift Kennedy and Company for your auto owners. 100 Meadow Lane, Dubois. Swift Kennedy. Insurance with integrity. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. And all of our times out tonight were brought to you by uh, Sunrise Coffee in Brockway, featuring gourmet coffee and local art in downtown Brockway. I don't know a whole lot about Cameron County, but I noticed uh, number 84, Kobe Shepard. He's, he's listed as a wide receiver tight end, 6'1", 218. He's a pretty big kid out there. You see him right yeah. here kind of lined oh, up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah you're right. Yeah, the uh, grass field, and uh, it's in pretty good shape. Yeah, uh, it hasn't rained a whole lot this year, nope, so nope. Yeah. not muddy at all, not even close. Okay, it's locked on near side and to the uh, far side. We have a pistol formation here, sidecar to the right, pitch out, and that is to Zuko, and he's going to be hit almost immediately, and he's going to lose yardage on that play back to about the 36-yard line of the Red Raiders. That's going to bring up a fourth down and very long in a punting situation. Yeah, nice play by, I think that was Ben Yale. He uh, defeated his walker there at the line of scrimmage, and by the time the running back started to go out to the side there, he was already in the backfield. I'll tell you what, this, we are sitting in a place where the uh, the announcers are right behind us, right in front of the press box, and it gets pretty loud here. Before you came, it was really, really yeah. loud because the bands were playing. We had somebody talking up there. Here comes the punt. Sarchik is back there, and the ball is going to hit the ground and bounce around, and they're going to be down somewhere around the 30-yard line, shy of the 30 to about the 29-yard line. So the Rovers will have their second offense series. I'll tell you, we, we were busy trying to figure – you were busy trying to figure out what was going on here with the, uh, with the equipment when uh, that long pass to uh, Crawford, wide open. I mean, he was open by 40 oh, yeah. yards down yeah. the field. So we just may see that one again. Yeah, and it's it's hard because, you know, uh, Brockway has struggled against some 
I don't want to say better defenses, but with kids that can play at their athletic level. And, you know, Cameron County is a pretty small school, so it's it's hard to line up against all their wide receivers and play well on them. Okay, we got a double slot formation or an ace formation slot to the far side, near side ball, far side hash mark. Fox is going to uh, pass it out here, and that's going to be Brubaker, and he's got it. Matty Brubaker will go down at the uh, 35-yard line. So they'll move the sticks a little bit. They'll get about, uh, about let's call it five out of that, maybe uh, maybe six. So we're going to call it second down and four. Ball, ball near side hash now, if there were hash marks. Mm-hmm. A couple, um, every five yards or so. Yep. Again, that ace formation, double slot formation. And in motion, he's clever. He gets a quick throw out of pass. So he's got a little sprue over there, but he's going to be hemmed in. So they look like they were looking for him. And so a little loss of yards on that play is going to bring up a third down now at about, uh, you know, let's see about, see where they put the yard mark, about five. Yeah, I'd say that's probably one of the things I've noticed about Brockway's offense. They don't really have much offense. When they do, they have kind of a select number of plays they run. Okay, so it's a third down at about five for the uh, Rovers. They are on their own about 34-yard line, it looks. Double slot formation once again. Fox is going to pass, looking downfield. No man open downfield that time, so he's just going to go ahead and run with it. And it looks like he will have the first down at about the 40-yard line. Depends on where they mark it. He may be a little shy because he went out of bounds on the far sideline. So it's going to bring up a fourth down in their own territory. So fourth down and one. Now, last time they had fourth down and short, they uh, they went for it. But they may do it again. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of one of those games where, you know, if you're not, you're not really having any negative plays. It just makes sense for them and the way they run their offense to go for it. Well, they're going for it with a fourth down and one. They're in a real tight formation right now with a, a straight T in the backfield. They like this formation in short yardage. Ball carrier is going to be hit. I don't think he's going to make it. And uh, he does not make it to the 40-yard line, but let's see where they mark it. The ball, the uh, stick is shy of the 40, so it depends. He could have made this thing, yeah, you know. The, the ref on our side seems to indicate that he's, he's got the, the distance for it. Okay, well, he got it. Ford Progress got it for him, so it's a first down and 10 now. Ball just inside the 40-yard line of the Rovers as they move from our right to our left. 3.55 on a stop clock right now. 7-0 to zero in favor of the Rovers. Ball side far, hash mark. Quail to the left of, uh, of Fox. Double slot formation again. Fox back to pass, looking downfield. Got a man out here, and uh, he gets to it, and that is uh, Pasarczyk. Yep. What a great catch and a great throw to Pasarczyk across the field, and he's got the star trucking first down just outside the 30-yard line, about the 31-yard line. It's kind of the, Fox is one of those guys who likes to go along with it, and uh, you know, I'm not sure that he he always goes to the shorter receiver if he's there. But you know he, his his wideouts definitely have better matchups on the outside too. Okay, hand off to Quell off the right side, and he finds uh, very little running room there as he's brought down right at about the 30-yard line. So he doesn't get too much out of that one. Again, the, the Rovers come into this game with a record of 6-3, and three, as we said before, and uh, they certainly want to go home with a win tonight because it pretty much assures them of a, of a home game for the first uh, playoff game. Okay, so second down and about, uh, about eight and a half or nine for the Rovers. And there's a half to Quello again over the right side. But again, there's nothing there as the defense is there. He stopped right at the 30-yard line, so we're going to say no gain on that play. 
Yeah, the uh, 51, I think his name's Jessup Farabaugh. Uh, big kid, but doesn't have any stats listed for him, about half these guys. And that's what I've noticed. They've really had some struggles trying to get up in between the tackles. They, I mean, Cameron Carney's got some big linemen that are yeah, they're pretty yeah. athletic and strong. So obviously they're not moving anybody out, you know, right there. So they'll have to, I think, get away from that. The ball's pretty close to the center of the field right now on a, on a third down and about nine and a half now for the Rovers. But they are in red Raider territory. In motion is Quello again. Takes the throw out to him and gets it down. Try to get it to Pisaccia, uh, but it's picked off. And uh, that's Zuko. And Zuko going down the sidelines. And he may take it all the way. And he does. Uh, Red Raiders with two four remaining here in the first period. And wow, you can kind of see that coming. Pasarczyk uh, was overthrown, and uh, Zucal, who is the last person you want to <laughs> have make the interception, takes it down the near sideline, and he will score from about, uh, what, about 70 yards out. Yeah, interesting little play. It looked like they were trying to, you know, they were faking the throw to, to Jendi there and then coming back to an underneath screen, which was a nice play, but it, but Fox was just pressured and kind of threw it off his back foot, and it sailed. Absolutely, yeah. He didn't have his feet set, and that's bad for a quarterback. Uh, those feet have to be have to be set, or oftentimes you won't be accurate. <laughs> Unless you happen to be, you know, an NFL, NFL player like Mahomes, yeah. who couldn't throw standing on his head, probably. And luckily for, for Zucal there, the, the referee was trying to catch up with him. He didn't see Fox got laid out by a lineman. Oh, really? <laughs> should have been a penalty there, but, oh. uh, uh, but you know, they... Unless they're coming in now to call it. Well, you can probably tell what side of the uh, stadium we're on <laughs> after that interception. Okay, so we have a sportsman, sportsmanlike, unsportsmanlike, yeah, against the Rovers. So the touchdown is good. And so let's see what the they're going to move that ball uh, a little closer to the goal line. Maybe they'll go for two. You know, it, it's uh, seven to six right now with 204 mm-hmm. here in the first period. Big play, you know, yeah. big play by the uh, by the Raiders there. That looks like, uh, let's see, are they going to pick or are they going to go? It looks like they're going to go for a two, which is probably not a bad idea no. at this point. The ball's a little bit closer to the uh, to the goal line than it was. Yeah, you kind of feel like they, they, they need to get up. If they don't get up, they're really going to struggle. You're, yeah, I think you're right. Big hometown crowd here, and they're noisy. Okay, here's a little option play and a pass out of it, but no good. So that didn't work. And so with 204 remaining here in the first period, it is 7-6 in favor of the Rovers. And we'll be back with the Red Raider kickoff right after this 30-second timeout. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Fast Track Environmental Services, a member of the Star family of companies, is now servicing our local area. We serve both commercial and residential addresses with full trash container service. We have various sizes of trash boxes to fit any disposal need. We also have light towers, diesel pumps, and vac trailers for lease. Give us a call today at 814-646-4921. Follow the prompts for Fast Track and let us take away your trash. Because your trash is our business. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. We didn't get a chance. We didn't get a chance to give you this, but the coin toss is brought to you by NDL Accounting Services of Brockway. You don't leave your financial future up to chance. Okay. So it looks like they're going to take the 15-yard penalty on the kick. Oh yes. Okay. Yep. Yep. That's right. Yep. Absolutely. So they're going to cross the 50-yard line. So 
this is a big uh, a big deal for the Red Raiders if they can keep the uh, the Rovers back in their own territory. They'll kick off from the 45-yard line of the Rovers. And Bruce they, Pasarczyk is back there along with Quello, and either one of those guys can take it to the house. This is actually a pretty good opportunity to maybe try an onside kick because you don't have a whole lot to give up. This is usually wherever it's recovered at, it's probably what you end up giving up in return anyway. So it's really a kind of a lose or win-win situation. Well, and, and uh, tonight's the night if you're going to do pull a few things. I mean, yeah. you're already in the playoffs. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, so. yeah, yeah. You're right. You're not. You're not fighting to get in. You're already in there. You're already there. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. And here comes the kick, and he's going to kick it away, and it's going to go down here into the end zone and out of the end zone. Then again, maybe the coach told the kicker, he's like, "This is your one ch- one chance to get a touchback <laughs> kick, so we're yeah. going to let you kick it." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, he did. He's got a pretty good leg, and uh, in and out of the end zone, so. The uh, Rovers will have it at their own 20-yard line. They lead it by one on a beautiful evening. Yeah, you know, I was getting ready to cover an LSU game, and then you called me up, and you're like, hey, you really want to get in on some action here in the B9? And, I mean, I I flew up from Louisiana for this. Leave LSU behind and come up here for this. Well, we're glad you're here. I mean, you you flew into uh, State College, right? And then you had to make your way here or so. Uh, and it was a good night to come because I needed your expertise on it because we were having all kinds of trouble. Okay, hand off to Quello off that right side. He's got some running room this time as uh, he's going to move the chains out. Looks like about a gain of about six on that one. So we're going to a second down and about four. And a little more success on the right-hand side uh, that time. And, of course, we've got the uh, freshman out here. That is uh, Caleb Doherty. He's spread out to the near side. Quarterbacks in, too. And we have... Uh, yeah, that's right. We have uh, a young quarterback in Madden. there. That's Maddox. And uh, there's a handoff up the middle, but no good. There's nothing there. And it's also good, you know, perhaps a good night if you can keep the lead to get the young quarterback in there and get mm-hmm. him some work as well. Yeah. Is that a- Aiden Patton? Is that who that is? Yes, yes. And, and remember, too, that uh, the Fox took a hit on mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Maybe he... You know, yeah, who knows? He seemed like he was okay. He kind yeah. of got up and just Yeah, he's a tough off. kid. You know, he's a tough kid. So, okay, third down and about, look, the, about five. Let's give it five. Back to pass. Nice throw. And there's a first down and more. And that was Pisarczyk, yeah. Yeah, that's Patton to Pisarczyk, and uh, that is another start trucking first down. So, uh, Patton's got a good arm. And you think, like, Pisarczyk and Doherty, they're fast kids, so when they run those little five-yard hitch routes, Patton's got a good, nice little zip on there to get it to them. And, mm-hmm. I mean, Pisarczyk and Doherty can definitely pick up yards after the catch. Oh, absolutely. Okay, we've got, uh, again, that ace formation. Fox is back in there. Now Coelho is going to be to his near side or to his left. There's nobody on the as an outside linebacker over here. Yeah, it looks like a uh, yeah, it's a kind of an interesting uh, defensive set here. Let's see what happens as uh, Fox uh, will go back to pass, looking downfield. Got a man open out there, and that is not there. He makes the catch at the 35, and he's going to go down at the about the 26-yard line. Another star trucking first down, and uh, there's no doubt these receivers are getting open, but we we know that uh, they've got athletic kids playing the wide receiver position between Pisarczyk and Darkney, the freshman. Pisarczyk's a junior. He'll be back as well. And then you've got Marty, uh, Matty Brubaker out here as well. Mm-hmm. And then throw Crawford in the mix. Yeah, and you've got those fast receivers coming into the linebackers. There's no way that they're going to be able to cover them. Okay, Fox back to pass again. Looking out here, he's got his man, and that's Pisarczyk. Makes a man miss at the 20-yard line, still on his feet. 
and she's going to go out of bounds. Looks like inside or right at the uh, 15-yard line. If they're going to mark it right at the 15-yard line. You know, we, we talked about Cameron County has a pretty small team. You can see it by the number of kids on the sideline. And they, they can't afford to miss tackles on Pasarchik or Dougherty. But because Pasarchik makes people yeah. miss, you know. Yeah. And uh, that's another star trucking first down. we got a 25 seconds on a stop clock right now during the first period. Fox has uh, Quillo to his near side. Double slot formation again. Fox back to pass. Looking downfield. Got a lot of grass around the right side, but he's got a man up in the end zone. And uh, he will overthrow Quillo down there. But, uh, boy, he has some running room on that right side over there that time. But one thing about Fox, he's always, always looking to throw the ball. Very rarely is he going to pull it down and run with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's a... Uh, uh, like we talked about uh, in their game against Red Bank, when he rolls out of the pocket, it's nice because he's athletic enough that he forces the defense to come up, and then he can try and get it over the top. Yeah, that's definitely an asset. Again, that ace formation, double slot formation, balls near side hash. Marquella is going to be to Fox's uh, left side, our near side right here. Fox back to pass again, looking downfield. Got time back there. He's got plenty of running room, so he'll pull it down. He's going to get inside the 10-yard line, go out of bounds, at about, let's see where they mark it, right about the five-yard line, I think. Mm-hmm. Fox scrambles out of the pocket. And I think that's going to be another star trucking Fourth first. Bomb, nope, it's going around. to be just a little bit short by about a yard. So it's a third down and about a yard to go. A third and short. Yeah, and you, you can see it looks like Cameron County's playing a 3-5-3 three, three defense. So I don't know why but it's, it's hard for that outside linebacker to stay up there because he has a wide receiver over there, too. Well, absolutely. Not. They do have – they did call a first down. So okay. – uh, they uh, were a little late on that call, but it is a first down. We've got the uh, old T formation right here. Handoff to Pasarczyk across the right side, and he is uh, close to the goal line, somewhere down around the – there's a pile there somewhere right around the third yard, three-yard line, and that's going to be the end of the first period, and the end of the first period ends with the uh, Rovers very close to the goal line. And so they lead it 7-6 to six here at the end of one, and we'll be back with more action in 30 seconds. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Since 1969, Clyde Ferraro & Company has grown to be one of the largest providers of accounting and tax services in Clearfield, Jefferson, Elk, Clarion, and surrounding counties in western PA. Providing a large variety of services to fit your personal and business needs. From manufacturing, construction, and healthcare to energy industries, nonprofits, and everything in between, Clyde Ferraro & Company treat you like a partner, offering direct access to staff knowledgeable in your industry. A proud supporter of Rockway football. Clyde Ferraro and Company of Dubois. Become a partner today. CFC-CPA.com. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we're back on a shift our focus to the other end of the field now as the Rovers are going to be moving left to right. They have the ball on the three-yard line and they uh, have a second down, so Looks like they have a good opportunity to punch another one here as we begin the second period. Now, we have no uh, no information yet. Tomorrow, the news will come out at some time tomorrow. Who's going to play whom and where they're going to play. So sometime tomorrow, and, I, and Coach uh, Jake Hyder told me they would try to let me know what was going on. So but it looks to me like if they win this one tonight, they will be at home. So that that might be a given we'll, but they have to win this one first and the nice thing with it being any more than four teams is is there i mean there's a possibility that red bank or port could lose to somebody else there there is a possibility <laughs> you wouldn't expect it to happen but you don't know and i mean like jake had said before you've got to beat both teams at some point 
Well, yeah, that's right. And uh, Port Al or, or I'm sorry, Red Bank is playing Santa Clara tonight. Mm -hmm. So, so far undefeated, but tonight, who knows? Hand off to Quill across the left side. He's going to hit almost immediately. And so the defense has done, the Red Raiders defense has done very well against the run so far. Yeah, and you know, this this offense, uh, this offensive formation is usually limited to running it right up the middle or right off tackle. And I mean, Cameron County's pretty has shown pretty well tonight that they can they can play run defense fairly well inside the tackles. And let's face it, you know, Quayle definitely has a uh, target on his back. Also, mm -hmm. we've seen that last couple games. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we have a third down and short. Again, hand off to Quayle across the left side. Does he have the room to get in there? And he does, and so with 11-21, Quello from about two yards out will score. And so the Rovers, 13 now to uh, to six. And the uh, the freshman will be back out. That is uh, Doherty, and uh, Doherty's probably at least 5'11", 6 feet tall. They say he's 190 pounds. I think that might be yeah. a little Soak, Soaking wet with the pads on, maybe. Yeah, but yeah. I don't think he's quite kid. that heavy, but he's got speed. And good hands. He does have good hands. Okay, so here comes the kick. The ball is down. It is up, and it is blocked. So off the edge comes yeah. uh, number seven, and that is Wallman, and he will block that extra point. So keep that in mind. So it is uh, 12 to 6 now with 11.21 left here in the second period. And we'll be back with the uh, Rovers kickoff in 30 seconds. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. The keys to success include hard work, perseverance, and dedication. Keywater and Holt Drilling of Rockway know this better than anyone because they have set these as their building blocks for business. Keywater and Holt Drilling of Rockway are your water specialists for bottled water treatment and water well drilling, including water wells, pumps, tanks, treatments, and geothermal. Holt Drilling has a certified well driller and the area's first international ground source heat pump certified installer. Call Keywater Services and Holt Drilling at 265-8981 for all your water needs. Best of luck, Rover. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, so we're ready for the uh, Rover kickoff. Zuko is back there along with uh, Purcell, I believe. Bowden Purcell, yeah. Yeah, so he's back there. We're ready for the uh, kickoff. I wouldn't be surprised at some point tonight to see the Rovers even try an onside kick. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, just a good time to practice one, especially if you get a, you know, certainly a decent lead on in the game. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if you want to do it quite yet because you don't yeah. want to. Yeah, yeah I, wouldn't, I wouldn't risk it yet. But, <laughs> what did we just say? <laughs> yeah. They did risk it. But, uh, unfortunately for them, it's recovered by the Red Raiders at about the uh, 44-yard line. So, they will have it from there. Coach, Coach Heigl said, I'll show you. Yeah, yeah. We, we thought we were reading his mind, but we, I guess we, I guess we weren't, we weren't doing that. <laughs> so, uh, in any event, the uh, Red Raiders will have it. I forgot to mention that Jared Holbrook with me tonight. I usually mention that in my opening monologue, but uh, we weren't on in time for me to do that. I also did a, uh, an interview with Coach Heigl again this morning. We usually play that before the game as well, so we'll play that at halftime. Mm -hmm. Okay, first down and 10 for the Raiders. Ball resting at their own 44-yard line, and there's a handoff right up the middle. 
And the ball carrier will bring it up to about the 45-yard uh, line. That's uh, Zuko, who uh, is uh, kind of the main guy, you know. He's the main guy. Yeah, well, and the quarterback, too, Matt Bowman. I know uh, he was he was playing here when I was coaching, so it seems like he's kind of like one of those guys. He's a seventh-year senior. <laughs> oh, so he must be about 23 years old by now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, we've got a second down on eight ball. is right at the 45-yard line. Red Raiders moving from our right to our left. There's a handoff again. Zuko has it. He's got a little bit of running room with this side. Makes a guy miss, but he's going to be brought down there just across the 45 at the 46-yard line. I believe that is uh, Crawford. Is that Crawford number nine, I believe? Number nine, Isaac Crawford. Yeah. On the tackle. Nice little run by Zuko getting behind his line, and he kind of disappeared, but the, you know, the Brockway defense is just, they're fast. And yeah, they are. Yep. They, they pursue and close quickly. Ball's on the near side hash. About the 46-yard line. We're at 10:15 uh, on running clock here in the first half. The uh, Rovers lead it by a score of 12 to 6. Up here in the beautiful country of Emporium. Jet motion to their side, back to pass, and there's a screen pass to Zuko. He's got plenty of running room. Look out! He's got speed, and it'll be tackled there by a nice, a nice tackler by Brubaker. That's Marty Brubaker with a tackle, but it'll be a start trucking first down at the Rover 45-yard line. A couple guys have been having some trouble with the. Uh, the footing tonight, because I think if he would have been able to get around uh, Ron Brubaker there, he's he fast. had a lot of room to go. Yeah, he's fast. He's not real big, but he's quick, very quick. He's back there in the uh, the backfield, of course. He usually is a sidecar like Coyle is for the Rovers. And uh, Bowman is the uh, quarterback. He's a senior, 5'11", 160. And uh, Bowman is going to carry it this time, and no gain on that play. So bring up a second down and 10 from the same place, the 45-yard line. Yeah, that was, that was Yale again. And uh, he just kind of, you know, the play looks good. It looks like it develops quickly, but you just the, the, the caliber of athletes across the board on Brockways is just a little bit better. And, and, and Ben's also a good a good defensive line player. Yeah, there's nobody slow. There's nobody slow over mm-hmm. there on the, uh, the rope defense. Mm-hmm. Second down and 10, there's a jet motion. And... Uh, little pitch to the jet motion man and he makes a nice cutback and uh, he will be down at the 35 yard line so he'll get a star trucking first down jake narby number 17. yeah junior 510 140. he looks like he's probably about 140. <laughs> he looks like he's 140. yeah yeah he's 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 slim but he's got speed got good move made a nice cutback there you know you get the defense going one way you cut back against it you have an opportunity i like the old cutback I, a bit of trivia, I have the longest touchdown from the line of scrimmage in the history of my school. Did you know that? I did not know that. Was that a Mennonite school? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 81 yards uh, on a cutback. And here goes the uh, jet motion. Again, old ball snapped over the heavy quarterback, and he just falls on it back at the 45-yard line. So big loss in that play. So he's going to have a about 15 yards now to uh, get that line of gain. Didn't look like so, he was expecting the snap there. Yeah, yeah, it looks like he could have handled it, but I don't mm-hmm. think he was ready for it. So going to be a second down and 15 yards to go now for the uh, Red Raiders. Yeah, this is a position they, they definitely don't want to get themselves in because they have a couple of good plays here and there, but they're not, you know, a team like Red Bank or Port that can just move 20 yards and a couple downs against the Red That's right. defense. Yep, got trips this time to the near side. Ball's on the far side. Hash mark. Second down and 15. Back to pass is Wellman. 
Bauman looks like they may be hold. The pass is no good as it goes over the outstretched hands of the intended receiver. But the uh, flag was thrown, looks like, in that area of holding. Number 45. We don't have a name for him. So he shall be one of the unknown. Uh, so maybe they recruited him today. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, a few numbers have been. Uh, well, good idea of decline a penalty. It brings up a third down and 15 now. Ball is in rover territory at the 45-yard line as the uh, Raiders are moving from our right to our left. They have a an ace formation of their own. Unless they're going to go to trips here. Nope, they're going to stay in the ace formation. Slot both sides. Ball but right in the center of the field. One sidecar in the backfield. Back to pass is Bauman looking to throw. He's being pressured out there. He's going to decide to run. He's across the, inside the 40, inside the 40, 35. And they're going to mark him right at the 31-yard uh, line, but not near enough for a first down. So that's going to bring up a fourth down. But he got a big chunk of yards back on that third down play. Mm-hmm. Good play by Colton Ross, their number 15. Uh, slowing up at the end there and not, not lowering the boom on the sideline and taking <laughs> yes. an unnecessary penalty. They've had a few of those in the past, mm-hmm. if you recall. Okay, so a fourth down and six now for the Red Rovers vault on the Rovers' 31-yard line. Back to pass is Bauman looking downfield and uh, no good. So the ball will be turned over on downs. And the Rovers will have it with 7-17 remaining here in the first half. They lead it by a score of 12-6. Yeah, like we were saying before, you know, Cameron County, just they get a good play here and there, but they're not consistently getting 10, 15-yard strikes at a time. And uh, you just can't allow yourself to get behind the sticks because if they don't have that penalty there, then uh, they have a first down. They're still moving. Yeah, exactly. Okay, we have a timeout on the field, so we will take a timeout here. And we'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Sunday 106, your home for rubber football. Down, set, Panda's put in the work this football season to be your ultimate defense with the Spitzer Shield. She'll catch you great deals and help you score Panda protection with our lifetime nationwide powertrain warranty. Unlimited time, unlimited miles. While Panda increases her speed, you can too with the Spitzer Speed Pass, where you can shop online anytime at Spitzer Auto World Dubois. Must complete regular maintenance at the manufacturer's specified intervals and documented. Any breakdowns must be completed at a Spitzer location within 40 miles. Warranty effective anywhere in the continental United States of America, Alaska, Hawaii, and Canada. Complimentary maintenance applies to new vehicle purchases. See dealer for complete details. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Care of your life. Okay, while I have a chance, too, I want to uh, say a big thank you to Marty McMillan, who's back in the studio, has been there all year long. He's the guy that runs things from the studio. And so, Marty, big thank you to you, sir. We appreciate it. Okay, 7-17 remaining here in the uh, in the first half. 12-6 our score. Rovers lead it. They have the ball. First down and 10 from the from their own 31-yard line as they move from our left to our right. Ball is on the near side hash mark. Fox has uh, Quello to his left. And uh, we'll pass it out here to the far side. A catch is made out there. Pisarczyk. And that will be Pisarczyk. And he will have a Rover first down. And more, since the flag was thrown, is going to be hit, hit out of bounds, I think. So that's going to give uh, the Rovers more than just a first down. Yeah, and that's frustrating because, you know, it's hard enough to stop the kid. But, <laughs> you know, then to add on 15 more yards, you just, you can't, you cannot do that if you're Cameron County and you and you want to keep it close. Oh, uh, absolutely. So they're going to move the sticks. Ball's going to be placed. But see, 
right at the, they're going to be inside the 45-yard line, down close to, and inside the 40-yard line, the 30, about the 37-yard line, so the Rovers will have it there. That's a big penalty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is, especially, uh, you know, like these guys can just throw the ball all over the field when and you don't want to give them something that, like this, is going to start giving them the positive momentum. Okay, ace formation, double slot formation. Quello to his left. Fox back to pass, looking downfield. Got a man open down there, and that catch is made. Brubaker. And that is uh, Matty Brubaker with 7.01. So all the way from the 37-yard line, Brubaker will score Mm -hmm. to make it 19-6 to uh, now with 7.01 remaining here in the first half. Yeah, nice, nice throw, nice touch by Fox there. Well, you know, he, he likes the long ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, those vertical patterns, yeah. he likes those. And, I mean, you might as well do it here because, like we said before, there's just, there's just not the ability on the defensive side of the ball to cover these guys. Now, the question is, can they block this uh, right side of the offensive line on this mm-hmm. extra point attempt by Narkity? Ball is down and is up, gets it away that time. And we have a flag on the play. Could be offsides. Yeah. They could have got, the Red Raiders could have got a jump too early mm-hmm. trying to block that. Yeah, offsides, refuse that. Point is good. Well, that's interesting. They blew the whistle, so I think the play oh, was dead. Yeah, was it, was, it a, was it a dead ball foul? They, they blew the whistle. I mean, the play continued, but they blew the whistle. Yeah, okay, so it was dead ball, so, or, or is it? I'm not sure what they're, oh, what is going on? Oh, they're going to go for two, go for two now. <laughs> you hear the public address announcer? No, what do you say? The kids playing on the rope down there on the other side of the field. <laughs> but the kids play with the rope for crying out loud. Yeah, Come on. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. Uh, Rovers decided now to go for two since that ball has been moved closer to the goal line. And so they're in that uh, T formation once again. And so there's uh, Patton's going to hand off to the last man. That is Pasarczyk, and he will score. Mm-hmm. To make it 21 to 6 now at the 701 mark here in the first half, and we will be back with the uh, Rover kickoff right at this 30 second timeout. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Community service and school involvement. Time given to make where we live and learn a better place. The attorneys at Ferrero, Crook, and Ferrero are longtime members of the Brockway community and sincerely appreciate the many people who give of themselves to make Brockway the community it is. They're also big supporters of Brockway football, recognizing the hours of dedication and hard work by the coaches, players, cheerleaders, and the band. People dedicated to community and school spirit bringing us all together. Thank you and good luck, Rovers, from Ferrero, Crook, and Ferrero. Attorneys at Law, Brockway, your hometown law firm. The home of Brockway Rovers football is sunny 106. Okay, we're back. Well, Jared, I I guess the kids haven't seen you for, uh, what, a couple days? (laughs) Yeah, it's been uh, since Wednesday morning. And... uh... Oh, that, that's just, oh, here comes the onside kick. Yeah, I was just going to say, that's a good time now that you have that long strike to go for it, and uh, that wasn't a very good bounce for, for the Rovers that time. Well, and the, uh, the kicker isn't, you know, he's got to be the first one. He's got to be the first one down there. Yeah. And he's probably not the fastest one, you know, on the team. But anyway, the ball is uh, covered up by the Red Rovers. They played it well, and it's at the 49-and-a-half-yard line of the uh, – of the Raiders. Yeah, and Jake's, Jake's probably thinking defensively they've played pretty well. They've given a couple big plays, you know, a couple plays here. They're not even big plays, just intermediate plays. So he probably feels good playing defense from the 50-yard line. Yeah, it gives some people, you know, a few things to think about, you know, mm-hmm. with the uh, playoffs coming up. Mm-hmm. So we may see some, see some crazy stuff going on. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, first down and 10 from a 49-and-a-half-yard line. Red Raiders moving from our right to our left, and there's five yards the easy way as the Rovers will go offside. I was going to say that's number number five there, Andrew Brubaker. It's good to see him back. And so they'll move the ball to the inside, the, into, into Rover territory now at the 45-yard line, just you know, just shy of the 45. Red Rovers will, will have it there on... What a magnificent evening. I mean, this, this is incredible. I mean, you're, and we, you're welcome. You're welcome. Well, thank you. And then you look across <laughs> the other side there, you know, to the visitors' bleachers, and uh, they're all full over there. So mm-hmm. we have some people that made the trip from Brockway. There's a handoff. Nope, fake handoff. Nice fake. And nice pass down field. And it's caught for a later first down at the uh, about the 34-yard line. That's that Kobe Shepard. He's the real big tight end. Yeah, he looks good. Looks very nice athletic. Big target. So that gives him a first down. And they've got uh, about 547, 647. Or is that 547? For some reason, that clock is blurry to me tonight. Yeah, it's hard. There's less than seven minutes to go. Six, yeah, 635. <laughs> and here's off to Zuko. And uh, a little bit of running room, not a whole lot. As the uh, linebackers close in on him, he'll pick up about four. Bring up a second down at about six for the uh, Red Raiders. Yeah, and every time he gets through there, it seems like he's going to break something. But, again, just the defense is so quick in closing. Yeah, I think one missed tackle, he'll be on his way. Mm-hmm. But the Rovers have been tackling pretty well. Looks like there's some discussion here about whether it was a turnover or not. Yeah, let's see what uh, what they're going to call here. As, there's, as you said, a little discussion. I think it's going to be a Red Raiders ball, and it will be mm-hmm. second down about eight now for the uh, for the Raiders. They are just outside the uh, 30-yard line of the Rovers right now. Got a full house backfield going on here. Slot to the far side. One split to the near side. Ball's in the center field. We got uh, Zuckel going in motion. But the quarterback is trying to run for his life here. The catch is made on the sideline at about the uh, 25-yard line. So a nice catch there. Give me a little shy, I think, of the uh, first down. Catch by Earl. Earl is a senior. No, no weight or height listed, so we're free to tell the people whatever we think he is. I guess we could do that. 625 pounds. 17 feet tall. <laughs> uh, okay, we're third down and short. Third down and about uh, about one and a half here now for the uh, Red Rovers. So they've had a couple good passes there. Go to back and throw the ball. Uh-huh. And of course, Zuckel's been their best re- receiver. He went most of that time to the far side, but the throw was to the near side. Looks like he's playing slot now on the left side here. Yeah, he's in the slot, and we have a ace formation, double slot formation, and Zuko's in motion, gets the toss, little toss pass there, and he's going to be captured there and will uh, be brought down at about the same place, it looks like. That's going to bring up a fourth down and about, actually lost a little bit of yards. Mm-hmm. They moved that stick back, so let's call it fourth down and two now. And, of course, if, if you were coaching, you'd be punting here. But punting the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ball is resting. Uh, just uh, let's see where they put it down outside the 25-yard line, about the 26-yard line. So they will go for it with a fourth down and about, uh, about three to go here. Yeah, and I think regardless of probably where they were, as long as they were somewhere in the vicinity, they need to go for it because they, just, they can't keep up with Brockway. Yeah, absolutely. Jet motion to the near side this time. That's Zuckel. Back to passes Brockman. What? And that uh, toss is going to be short and 
uh, looks like uh, Yonner got him immediately, or did he drop it? I don't. I, apparently, he, yeah, yeah I he dropped it. Yeah, it seemed like maybe it was some sort of a, of a slip screen or. But, uh, yeah, it looks like maybe maybe you saw Yonner closing in on him with his 265 pounds. <laughs> well, the, the D line did a pretty good job of diagnosing that. They didn't uh, let the linemen let them get off their blocks. They kind of just stuck with them. Okay, so the Rovers will have it. First down and 10, 519 remaining here in the first half. Again, ace formation, double slot. And uh, back to pass is Fox. And uh, he's running back there. And uh, he tried to, uh, I think he tried to unload it. I think they're going to allow that because they had a receiver out in the vicinity. So it won't, won't be intentional grounding. So the ball would be right back there to about the 26-yard line. Uh, yeah, I didn't see if the ball got to the line of scrimmage, but uh, I think even if he's outside of the box, as long as it gets to the line of scrimmage, I don't think there's there's intentional grounding in high school this year. No, I don't think so. Which is, I think is a good thing. It's it's yeah. safer for the quarterbacks to unload the ball. Oh, yeah, easier to keep him from getting killed back there. Mm -hmm. Okay, Fox again back to pass, looking to the near side here, and now he's on the run. He's motioning somebody. There's nobody out there to get a hold of, and he's going to be tackled. Back behind the sticks, so he's going to lose the yard. That be a third down and about. We're going to mark it right at the sticks. It'll be a third down and about ten. Going to mark that ball down at about the uh, about the same place there, about the uh, 26 yard line. So uh, three, two plays. Nothing has really happened as far as down the field. What do we have here? A penalty against the uh, Rovers. Guessing and probably holding. I'm guessing. That would be my guess where that flag is, right yeah. at the 25 yard line. But yeah. in any event, they're moving backwards, but they'll have a third down, so it'll be a third down and long. Third down and about 15, probably, for the uh, for the Rovers. They've got five minutes even here left in the uh, first half. They lead it by a score of 21 to 6. Yeah, they, they ran a bunch of guys down the field that time. I was a little surprised that, I mean, I have to imagine that they work on, on concepts where if the quarterback rolls out and he's under pressure, the wide receivers work to the ball, but it didn't really seem like anybody was, they were kind of working their way to the sideline, but nobody was coming back for it. Well, actually, yes, he was running to the near side, and of course, he's left-handed, so he's running to his right. That's a hard pass anyway. Yeah. He actually motioned somebody to go deep, but there's no way he was going to be able to throw it. Yeah. You no. know, throw it deep. I mean, he could have thrown it short. Okay, we've got a uh, double slot again formation. Fox is back there with Quelo. Doesn't hand it off. Good throw out here to Caleb Doherty. Looking for some running room. And he's got a blocker ahead of him. And he's got the sideline. And he's down here. And he is outside the 45-yard line to about the 46-yard line. Got a flag on the play. And we've got a flag on the play, however. I think it may have been a hold. I think things are going to come back. Yeah, either a hold or a, it's some sort of offensive penalty for blocking. But a great play by Doherty as he's running down the sideline. Actually jumped over somebody. Yeah, we got a hold again. Doherty's one of those kids, you know, he's he's not a not a big kid mass-wise, but he doesn't like to run out of bounds. No, he doesn't. He likes to stay inbound yes. because he's a fast kid. Yeah, yeah. That uh, when I talked to him, he's a real, real nice kid, you know, and I, when I talked to him, he... You know, you could tell that he had that, that little glint in his eye, if you will. And so the uh, Rovers will be moved back yet again. And so they've got a, a second down. The second down? Yeah, it's like they can't yeah, see. Yeah, I thought, I thought they had a three up there before. but mm -hmm. I think it was, but then there was the penalty. So yeah, but then it's took yeah, like a second. Second down and... Second down and long. They actually gained yardage there without losing a down. <laughs> That's <notice>? true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, second down and about 14 to go now. 4.50 remaining here on a stop clock in the first half. 
Yeah, you're just is... joining us. The Rovers lead at 21 to 6. Fox calling the signals. Ball near side hash mark. Fox back to pass again. Looking downfield. Long pass down there. Looking for a man up there. And the catch is not made. And that is Brubaker. Could not make the catch. But he, he came to the ball. I mean, he, he stepped inside that defender and took a dive for the ball. Almost had it. So that's going to bring up a third down. Same amount of distance, 14 yards to go. We're at three, or I'm sorry, 439 left here in the first half. Yeah. Yeah, if they can pick this up, it's a, it's a good opportunity for them to start you know, working on getting the ball down the field a little bit quicker with four minutes to go. I remind you that our interview with Coach Heike will be at halftime. And usually is before the game, but uh, we didn't get on the air early enough, so it'll be at halftime. Back to pass is Fox again on this third down and uh, came forward with his arm, but the ball just kind of slid out of his arm and no good. So now there's a definite punting situation with a fourth down, fourth down and 14 to go. Yeah, it looked like maybe he was trying to pull it back down and, and it just slipped out of there. Well, yeah, and he's, he has a small hand. Yeah. And that's that's the problem he has. He's got a baseball hand. Yeah, uh, I don't normally take a lot of time to watch the line, but this time I was really watching the line. They just do such a good job of passing guys off and not getting out of position. Okay, here comes the punt by Caleb Dockery. It's very high, coming toward the near sideline, and bounces backwards, and will be down there inside the 45, put it right on the 45-yard line. So the Raiders will have 430 to work with it here in uh, Rover territory. Good opportunity for them to try and do something with it here. Yeah, you're right. On a beautiful evening, late in October. Yeah, we, you know, you don't normally get nights like this at the end of the season. It's normally cold or snowing or rainy. And, and we have not had a rain game yeah. this year. I mean, it's been tremendous. Mm-hmm. Of course, things are going to change next week abruptly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with highs in the 40s. Yeah. You know? So winter is on its way, folks. Sorry. <laughs> Trips to the far side. Balls near side hash. Red rope. Red Raiders moving right to our left. Bopping back to pass. Looking downfield. Got a man out there. And that's going to definitely be a penalty. And it's going to go against uh, Crawford as he spins uh, Zuckel around. I'm not sure he intended to do that, but had it not happened, Zuckel would have been wide open. Yeah, I, I don't think he was going to catch that ball. That was thrown a country yeah, could mile. Have been, yeah, it could have been too far anyway. But uh, anyway, it will be a penalty, and that will move uh, the Red Raiders a whole lot closer. They'll have another star trucking first down out of this one. Good. Now, now, now they got to be smart with the ball and uh, consistently gain yards. Don't give Brockway any time, time back on the clock to do anything. March it down and try to get some points before half. And I'll tell you what, this, uh, this, uh, this town, Emporium, really, these people show up for a football game. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, now given it's a great night to be out, but still, they, they show up. <laughs> and, and you know, and you know, uh, what I was going to say before we would have had time uh, was the way that they've split up district nine with the different regions it's it's great because you know cameron county seven and two this year i'm not saying they couldn't do that but they're not going to do that playing brockways red banks ports all those teams now cameron county kind of plays a little bit of both but it, it is nice that it allows teams with smaller schools to every week have a chance yeah yeah there's, there's a lot to be said for that obviously yeah i'm glad you brought that up okay first down and ten Balls at the about the 36-yard line of the uh, Red Raiders as they move from our right to our left. They have trips to the far side this time. Back to passes. Hoffman 
Passes downfield, but uh, another flag on that play. I didn't see it, but uh, yeah, anyway, they're going to either throw. holding him or it was, oh, was pass it? interference. Okay. Yeah. He didn't give him a, a good release there. So another hold and another. <laughs> they just keep moving him closer to the goal line. So there's a defensive hold call on that play. That'll be a 10-yard penalty. Yeah, it was a nice little, I just happened to be looking at that exact location when that happened. Okay, so that is uh, all now at the 25-yard line. And uh, in case you didn't notice at home, uh, we are sitting right under the uh, speakers for the uh, for the press box. The press box is rather uh, antiquated, to say it politely. <laughs> That's why we're sitting outside the press box. That's why we're glad it's a really nice evening. Well, you told me they were VIP seats. Yeah, they are. Yeah, we're, <laughs> I'm sitting almost right on the 50-yard line. Okay, pass out there is caught right at the uh, first-yard marker, though. So another penalty. No, no gain on that play, and there's another penalty on the field. Could that be against the Rovers again? So the uh, the half is la- lasting a whole lot longer than it normally would. <laughs> like you said, it's hard to it's hard to hear the announcers. I mean, they're so loud, but it's hard to make it out. I'm trying to figure out who this number 45 is. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, because, as you said, we don't have a 45. And as we go against the Rovers again, that'll be another star trucking first down the easy way. Yeah, and Brockway, you know, they don't they don't need this. They, they've given up 40-some yards and penalties here. Oh, yeah. That, uh, and there hasn't been any time come off the clock, though. No, uh, that's why I said it takes forever to get out of this half. Uh, mm-hmm. Coach Jake can't be happy with this, regardless of what the score is. Yeah, you definitely don't want this at the end of the season when you're getting ready for playoffs. Absolutely not. Okay, so the ball is resting, I think, on the 15-yard line now. So first down and 10 from the 15, so they can get another first down. On their way to the goal line, 3.52 on a running clock here. Bombing back to pass balls, tipped up in the air. And so no good. Second down and 10 now from the... From the same place, the 15-yard line. This would be a big deal for them if they can get something on the board here before the half. Yeah, it's, unfortunately, Bowman didn't see on the, the left-hand side here. There was kind of a little crossing route that, that happened, and the, the outside guy got behind the safety, and he would have had a nice little throw to the end zone if he would have seen it. 3.47 on stop clock right now. Left here in this uh, this first half. I think you said nice night. Really oh, nice on a night. Magnificent evening for this time of year. But for the playoffs, it may not be quite so nice. Mm-hmm. Trips the near side this time for the uh, Red Raiders. Back to pass is Ballman again, looking downfield, but he's being chased. No, it's not Ballman. That's, well, yes, it is. And uh, the receiver catches the ball down where, let's see, around the uh, 10 yard line. It's way on the other side of the field, and I did you see a flag again? Yeah, there's another flag over here, usually in that range of holding or, or like a chop block or something. Okay, so holding. it's going to go against the Red Raiders this time. So how many penalties have we had in the last right. couple of minutes? Yeah, <laughs> consecutive plays, it seems like. Yeah, it seems like every play there's a, you know, there's a penalty. Okay, so now the Red Raiders are behind the sticks. It's going to be a second down and long now, about 20 yards to go now for a... Actually, 25 yards to go for a first down. And they've got 339 to do it, though, so it can be done. Yeah, it seems like Bowman's not overly confident in what he sees because he starts to roll out, and then he kind of gets happy feet. Jet motion this time. 
And a handoff inside. That is uh, number 11. Number 11. Let's see if we have Reed. Okay. Lethan Reed. He is a senior, and that's all we know about him. Nice little trap, trap play there. And it's the first time I think we've called his name tonight. So he a third down and just about the same. So not not anything out of that one. 25 yards to go for the Red Raiders. They've got 315, 314 now on a running clock here in the first half. I'm going to guess that 45 is Camden for golly because this is, says running back fullback. So I'm going to guess that's who it is. Okay. And he has a lineman number, right. but right. we'll, we'll hear here if she's okay. sure. Freshman. Big kid. Yeah. Okay. Again, East formation, double slot. Back passes, Bauman being rushed back there off the edge. And uh, he's going to have to throw this thing away, and he does. And so it's no good. And that's where, that's where that thing really comes to play because he's outside the box. Mm-hmm. And that got nowhere near <laughs> the uh, line of scrimmage. So Looks like they're trying trying to call it. I mean, but it didn't, yeah, it didn't get to the line of scrimmage, though. So I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's. Well, they're going to call it. Yeah, they're going to call it. Nobody yeah. was in the area, but I'll and tell you. The ball didn't get to the line of scrimmage. The, the thing is with that rule is, uh, you know, in a situation like that, even though there's no one out there, here's a kid that's running. And, of course, as they said, has lost it down as well. But he's running hard to his left side. He's a right-handed passer, and he's running hard. He's being pursued. There's absolutely no way that you can possibly throw the ball you know, yeah. far enough, you know, to avoid that penalty. But, you know, that's, that's the rule as it is right now. Yeah. So now they're extremely way behind the sticks now. They were down, what, the 15-yard line? I think yeah. of the 15-yard line. Now they're back outside the 45-yard line. They're, they're about back to where they were when the penalties started happening. And that's when all those penalties were taking place <laughs> also. And so not a, not a good thing. So it's a, a fourth down. Got a little T formation in the backfield going on here. And there's a quick punt. Not a bad idea. Yeah, oh, nice little kick there. It's going to roll all the way down there to the five-yard line, or around the five-yard line. So not a bad idea in that situation with uh, 2.42 remaining here. Mm-hmm. Because now instead of getting the ball back here, which was very possible, you know, at the 45-yard line or somewhere in that area, now they, they have the uh, the Rovers back there at their own five-yard line. So not bad. Not bad yeah. call. Yeah, I think you know, Jake Jake's a pretty aggressive play, or, you know, coach, and I'm sure that Frankie wants – to try and get some things going here on offense before half. So I, I wouldn't, I mean, they left almost three minutes to go, and these guys have shown that they can score. Yeah, I, I don't think they're going to lay down on it no. by any means. Okay, we've got that ace formation. Again, double slot. Aquelos to the left side of Fox. Of course, the rover's moving from our left to our right. Back to pass the Fox. Quick throw out pass, and uh, he's going to get nailed right there. Is that Brubaker? I think, is that number four? I'm not sure. I couldn't quite tell. Yeah, it was Brubaker. Pass, pass was a little too, little too, too, low, yeah. too rushed and got out there before the lineman did. Yeah, it was very low, so uh, didn't have a chance on that one. But he got one yard out of it, so second down and nine now. Ball is uh, difficult for us to see, but it's uh, inside the 10-yard line, about the eight, I think, somewhere around there, seven or eight-yard line. Doesn't seem to be much urgency by them to do anything. No, that's true. Yeah, clock is running. We're at 2.05 on a running clock. Fox back to pass. Looking to this near side and then to the far side. Got man open and that's Crawford. It's intercepted. And that is Zuko again. And he's on his feet. And he'll be tackled out of bounds over there. And so that is the second time that he has done that tonight. He's been around that ball and picked it off twice as it bounced off a, an intended receiver. 
Yeah, just happened to be in the right place there. And I mean, that's a very, very catchable ball. There was nothing wrong. Oh, with yes, that. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that was a catchable ball. Just went through the hands of Crawford and into the hands of Zuko. Uh, what are the odds that that would happen once in a night to the best, yeah. obviously the best player they have, and then have it happen twice? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's pretty wild. And it's it's hard for Brockman because their receivers are running so wide open. But if you don't catch the ball, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's right. Okay, ball's inside the, uh, looks like the, five-yard line, and uh, there's a flag on the play. There's a flag on the play, and that could be a hold also because that's in that same area. It would have been, it would be a touchdown if it, uh, but it goes against the Raiders, so that will not be a touchdown. Looks like they're calling a chop block. Chop block. block below the waist. Yeah, on a lineman, deep inside. Well, interesting. We've seen you know, a lot of flags flying here tonight, so yeah, over the last couple of minutes, the officials have been the focus point of this game. Yeah, I'll keep my mouth shut on officiating. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just making, you know, an observation. Yeah, and it's, I'm sure it's hard for them. They see a different view of it than we do. Okay, so let's see uh, what uh, the situation is. There's some, uh, is that, what is that on the field out there? Oh, it's a bird. What in the world? What was that? So one of the assistant coaches just went out to the field to the 50-yard line and picked up picked up a bird. Maybe what is it? Is it a bird? I don't think it, it might be a. Or is it something else? A squirrel. The bird must have had a like a, maybe a hawk had a squirrel or something. Oh well, that was wild, wasn't it? Wow. <laughs> well, anyway, we haven't seen that before. Yeah. Well, wow. we've, we've seen a lot of things, but not that. Yeah, I mean, my word. Uh, there's Zuko off the right side, and he's looking for the end zone. And he gets a whole lot closer on this first down. Again, 140 on a running clock right now. And the uh, Red Raiders have it. They are in great scoring position if they can avoid the penalties. Yeah, that I'm not sure what that was, but uh, Coach went out and got it at around the 50-yard line, brought it off yeah. to the sideline. Some lady took it and wrapped it in her sweatshirt. But it... it I don't know uh, what it was. Yeah, well, maybe it was like a, maybe an owl had a. Maybe, uh, yeah. Got maybe the lights through them and whatever. Okay, second down now. Red Raiders trying to get a touchdown. They're close to the end zone. I don't think they got in quite yet. They're going to mark it at like the one yard line, I think. But the uh, the clock is going to be under one minute here, just in a few in a few ticks. And so it's going to be a third down and goal now for the uh, for the Raiders. This is a this is a big series for them right now, I'll tell you. And the uh, local fans won't be too happy if they don't come away with something here. I don't know. Everybody's getting all up in arms. I mean, there's plenty of time left. Oh, plenty of time left, yeah. 45 now uh, timeout. Okay, so we've got a timeout. 45 seconds left here in the first half. 21 to 6 is our score. The Rovers lead it, and we'll be back in 30 seconds. Right after this commercial timeout, you're listening to Sunday 106, your home for over football. Fall in Western Pennsylvania can only mean one thing, high school football. Yardworks of Rockway is pleased to be a part of the tradition associated with this time of year. And that football tradition includes Brockway Rover football. Yardworks would also like to thank the coaches and the players for their hard work and dedication. Fall is here, so now's the time to start planning for fall cleanup. Call Yardworks, the number one landscape company in the area. They offer a full range of services to serve both residential and and the business community. Call them today at 594-6421. Contractor number PA006025. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. 
Okay, so we are back. There's 45 seconds remaining here in the first half. The Rovers lead at 21 to 6. And thus far, in the last several minutes, the Red Raiders have made it difficult on themselves. Red Raiders have had have had the ball everywhere you can have it inside the 50-yard line for the penalties. <laughs> that is true, and they had the by, they had a lot of opportunities by virtue of all the penalties that uh-huh. the uh, Rovers had here, and they weren't short penalties either. They were a lot of them were 10, 15-yard penalties. So, okay, so let's see what happens here with 45 seconds remaining. The Red Raiders have it on the two-yard line. It is a third down. They have a pistol formation, or eye formation, I should say, in the backfield. Quarterback's under center. He's going to try quarterback sneak, and I don't think he made it. So against this defense, probably not the best play you could call. It's going to be short, so it's going to be a fourth down now and short. So let's see what uh, let's see what happens now. Clock is still running at uh, 25 on a running clock, so... People are losing their minds. This is, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's a frustrating thing with sitting out here. So I think we're going to probably see the same thing as the quarterback is under center again. Again, we're in the eye formation. They got a hand up. No, he's going to roll out and throw into the end zone. It's no good as he is tackled and just dumps it in the end zone. There's nobody there. And so with eight seconds remaining in the half, on a fourth down, the Red Raiders cannot score. So the Rovers will take it over at the uh, – one-yard line, of course, we're going to see just a kneel down, I think, yeah. from there. Yeah, you have to think. I mean, they're certainly not happy with throwing the interception, but coming back around and actually having a good defensive stand, they'll, they'll take that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so we've got eight seconds remaining. And uh, remind you that our my interview with uh, Coach Jake Heigel will come at halftime tonight since I, we weren't able to get on the air to, you know, to do it where we usually do it. So that is as it is. So. Eight seconds left, just a yield down, and that's going to be the end of the first half. The uh, Rovers lead it by us. Go up 21 to 6. We're going to take a break for a commercial timeout and the interview, and we'll be back shortly. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. If you love your RV, but it may need some TLC. Get it campsite ready with Stars Trailer Sales. From travel trailers to fifth wheels, Stars has the bays and the RBIA trained service technicians to get your camper back on the road. Including a fully stocked RV parts and accessory store. Satellite services, hitches and wiring, LP gas service and more. Order parts, set an appointment. Check out our trailer inventory at StarsTrailerSales.com. That's S-T-A-R-R-S TrailerSales.com. Route 219 in Brockway. Your full service RV deal. Since 1968. When you need a tux or just a suit, formal wear for a wedding, prom, homecoming, and semi formal dance, any important occasion, look your best with the hottest styles from Joe's Tuck Shop, including suit rentals with ties and vests to match any dress, all the accessories like shoes and shirts, suspenders, dry cleaning, and alterations, too. For tux fittings, call to make an appointment. Joe's Tuck Shop, West Long Avenue, downtown Du Bois. When you need to look your best, just go to Joe's. Joe'sTuckShop.com. Go, go Rovers. Rovers. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Welcome back to the Sunny 106 pregame show. This week, Bill Edwards had a chance to sit down with Brockway Rover head coach Jake Heigel to preview their matchup with the Cameron County Raiders. All right, Jake, we're back at it again. Last game of the Raiders season. Yep. You know, and uh, one thing that some people don't think about that uh, that you guys are involved in, that the season doesn't start 10 games out or 11 games out or 12 or whatever it is, that your guys start preparing for this in the summer, in June. 
some of them that don't play a spring sport start then. Yeah. I mean, so you're you're six months in by the time you get to the end of the season with a lot of preparation, right? Yeah, I think our first um, seven on seven was actually early May, uh, April, maybe even late April. So we've, you know, the way that uh, high school sports are now and the competitiveness of District 9 football, if you don't uh, get your off season you know, your weight room going two weeks after the season's over, you don't start throwing the ball when the there's still snow on the ground. Uh, you're behind everybody else. So, yeah, our guys have, have put in a lot of uh, mileage over the last, I mean, even you could say eight months or so. I mean, it's, it's truly uh, you have to do it. It's keeping up with the Joneses anymore. Yeah, it's constant training, and a lot of your kids play. We were talking about Caleb. Yeah. He actually plays four sports yeah. because he's yeah. doing football and soccer at the same time and then he's doing basketball and just baseball yeah so i mean look at a kid like that i mean and uh by the way uh what a super game he played yeah last I, last week uh, uh it's it's been fun to watch his progression because it, it's uh and he's the he's a kid that had didn't miss a single seven on seven that we had too where he was getting ready for soccer um you know played a little baseball and came to every seven on seven to watch his progression we knew uh eventually he had all the the intangibles to be one of the best wide receivers in the district um and to have Blake opposite of him you know our ultimate goal was to get them both kind of to this point and uh to see him erupt against probably the best uh skilled single a team in this side of the state was was amazing i mean that was to 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 what what was truly amazing was for him to have a turnover uh in in our own red zone and then rally back and have you know however many yards receiving 135 140 yards receiving against a team like that i mean it, it showed i think everybody and himself that he is one of the best wide receivers in the district so well and to realize that uh, just it makes you smile. He's only a freshman. Yeah, you know? <laughs> so, absolutely. And then you, you look at Prasarchik. He's back again next year as well. Yeah. And the talent that he's got to go against last week, to go against a double team and to make catches against a double team, against a team you know like Red Bank. Yeah, and the – you know, they are substantially taller than us at that position too. I mean, they had multiple defensive backs over six foot two, uh, and Blake and uh and uh Caleb really uh showed their athleticism, I think, last week and, and a lot of that I think is um the off season training they did. But Caleb, again, his progression, I don't want to say was stunted because this was always the plan, but you know, he's a kid that plays soccer as well as dad is is the head soccer coach and so we only have him part-time so his development um you know our ultimate goal is winning a district nine championship it's not to to win uh, go undefeated in the regular season or that would be a, a a problem because it does take time with guys who play multiple sports at the same time to um get to that point it takes probably eight nine games before they do eventually reach where they need to be and it's just knowing the playbook it's it's being confident it's it's making plays that uh takes time to um you know over a course of a season especially when you're playing both alex carlson was the same way yeah. so well uh you know and playing multiple sports is such an advantage yeah uh, and one of the advantages is that I think you see less injuries with people that play multiple sports. And I think there's research out there to show that. And so that's an important issue. 
And so, you know, I've always encouraged kids play more than one sport. Yeah. You know, get out there and, and, you know, and do it. So that was that was Dan Hawkins, our, our former superintendent. Um, and he's actually a very, very close friend. He always pushed that. He said, it, you know, with the enrollment that we have, all of our best athletes need to play every sport and we have to be very flexible with them. We've had years in Brockway where. Um, we've had a player in the band, Zach Brinkley was in the band. So at halftime, he'd quickly go grab his instrument and then come back out and play halftime. You know, we've, we've always, um, pushed that. And I think you're really seeing it start to pay off where, um, kids who are in seventh and eighth grade are doing that. And it's not just, uh, their 10th and 11th grade year, or even their senior year, they're doing it. They're doing it their whole career. Yeah. That, that's kind of, that kid could say later on, well, I played four quarters and I even played during the halftime. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, but yeah. Uh, now tonight you have a team that's seven and two, so you can't certainly look past them. Not at all. I mean, they've had a good, they've had a really good season. Uh, I don't know anything about them except it seems like maybe they've got more of a running game than a passing game. But you can tell us more. Yeah. He, so they have one of the best athletes in the district, uh, number two, uh, uh, Zuckel. He is extremely talented. He plays defensive back. He'll play wide receiver, running back. I've seen him get direct snaps. He's he's truly. Uh, an impressive player on film, and he pops. I mean, he is uh, up there with any one of the guys that we have, Red Bank, uh, Port. It, they, he is truly a, a special player, and he can take over a game. I've watched him do it. He did it against El County. He had a really good game against Port Allegheny. Um, and they had, you know, when we played them last year, they were very young, but we knew that they were going to be good this year. Very well-coached team. Um, there's a couple Fregales on their coaching staff. Um, anybody who knows District Nine football knows that last name. So they're uh, they're going to be a tough test, and I I really think that um, this could end up being a rematch in playoffs as well. So it, it, it's a um, uh, you know it's a good test for us in a number of ways. It's a, it's an away game. It's on grass. It's uh, against a, a very a, a team that has seven wins. That you know they have one more win than we do, and if we are able to go up there and, and pull off a win, I think we're in really good shape rolling into playoffs. Yeah, now you, you mentioned playoffs, so we talked a moment ago about what the possible scenario. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can mention that a little bit. Yeah, I, I think that um, you know if we go up there and, and we get get the job done, I, I, what we keep preaching to our guys is, is they pretty much lock up a home game. It's another home game for the seniors. It, it would be their last one. Uh, and that's really important to to those guys. I mean, it's it's pretty special to play a playoff game at home. And um, you know, I, I personally would like to get uh, another shot at a few teams that we had lost to. So we that was some of the motivation this week. wasn't just you know, hey, it's another regular season game. It's the last game of the year. It's hey, this is a very very good team. If you win this game, you you lock up a home game, and you might get a chance to um, maybe avenge some of the losses we've had. So it's been a constant message message this week to the seniors that um, this is this is a big deal. Yeah, I didn't count them. How many seniors do you have this year? Uh, I believe we have a total of eight. Uh, we we picked up a, a couple uh, throughout the year too, but um, you know we have. I'll go through them quickly. We have Jendi. We have Maddie and Drew Brubaker. We have Reese Yonner. We have um, Isaac Crawford. We have um, 
Caden Coulter, we have Clayton Hickert, we have or Herchert, um, and we have uh, I, I shouldn't have done that because now I'm going to forget somebody. <laughs> but yeah. um, you know, we have a number of, of seniors that are very big contributors. That um, you know, this is their last regular season game of their career. Well, and and Maddie and uh, Crawford have really contributed, especially the last couple of games. Especially Maddie, yeah, had some big games. You know, for you. He's, uh, in my opinion, one of the best corners in the district. He has five interceptions. He's top ten in the state in, in interceptions. And uh, Isaac is kind of a Swiss Army knife where he can play safety, he can play outside linebacker, and he's starting to really come on at wide receiver too. Um, you know, but with with Isaac, all of that is his hard work in the offseason. He, he is another guy. Every seven-on-seven, seven, every speed training, every weight room, he was there. Uh, to the point where he's, you know, he's a senior captain and, and you know, the, his strides have been huge. Well, he had missed some time playing. Yes. Uh, because of an injury. Correct. And Correct. Uh, so he, he needed that extra work, too, to get back into it. Right. Yeah, now. he uh, he had a pretty substantial um, uh, injury right prior to the season. We didn't know if we were going to have him for the opening game. Uh, we really thought we were just going to play him defensively mostly this year. In the first game, we got him a couple touches, and he put him in the end zone. So he's grown offensively throughout the year greatly, and uh, we continue to challenge him that we don't believe he's you know offensively have, has touched what he he's capable of doing. So if um, you know Maddie and and Isaac and Caleb and Blake and Jandy all are um, potential scoring threats, we feel really good. So. Well, yeah, and to to think about the kids, those are the kids that are leaving that you mentioned, but the kids that you've got coming back. I mean, the the skill kids that you have coming back, yeah, can match up with you know kids just about anywhere. And they, and those kids, uh, albeit they are young, they look like athletes. Yeah, and you saw it uh, where Maddie came out of the game. I believe it was in the second quarter last week, and Colton Kale came in and had a huge sixteen yard reception. Um, you know, the, it's it's not so much. Uh, you know, if, but when those guys are going to get in the game uh, going forward and he was ready. I mean, he's another one that plays soccer as well. So it's, it's uh, very exciting to see that the young group, we had a really successful JV season. And I think, uh, you know, there was freshmen all over the field uh, last week. I mean, a- Aiden Patton had a huge two point conversion that he ran over a guy to score. And right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're, we're really excited about our skill. And I think that there's, um, also, you know, Maddox Decker's another one where he played a lot of tight end. I think he's one of the better single A tight ends in the state. Uh, but we needed him at tackle, and he stepped right in there and hasn't missed a beat. He's played linebacker, he's played defensive end, um, and it, you know, you can keep going down the list of some of these under underclassmen that are going to make a huge leap. But uh, we're really excited about the incoming ninth grade class as well. So, well, I, I hope Decker can next year get back to tight end. I know because <laughs> well, I see him the, the quintessential you know tight end body, and being as young as he is, he's got this frame that's only going to get bigger and stronger. You know, yeah. and he's got good speed. And uh, was surprising with uh, with uh, Caleb was. The speed that goes along with the other athleticism that he has, because oftentimes soccer players have a different gait. You know, they they start playing soccer very early, and their gait gets shortened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And with him, he doesn't look like that. He he looks more like a sprinter. Yeah, and, and he's got a long frame too. He's six foot, six foot one, uh, hundred ninety pounds, and he's you know we've told him all year, hey, 
like you still there's another gear in there there's another gear in there and uh when he caught that 77 yard touchdown pass from from bray you saw that uh that extra gear i mean he outran um probably the fastest secondary in district nine if not the state and uh i think that was a huge confidence booster for him yeah that was that was a great play we we talked a lot about that play because it really demonstrated what you talked about was that and what i was looking at you know was that Wow, that stride is not a soccer player's stride. No, he opened you know? it up. He and, opened uh, it up. He opened it up, and he looked like a sprinter. You know, and uh, uh, you know, not downing the soccer player, just saying that because of the type of game it is, their their stride often is very short. Yeah, it looks it sometimes even with Alex last year, he was such a playmaker, and he was you know almost you know he was up there for player of the year contention. But you could see that there was uh, it, it, he didn't come out until his junior year. That like you're talking about that gate, he never really reached his full stride. He was just such an athlete that he was able to make right, plays. Yeah. But um, I think Caleb playing football in his eighth grade year for for Pete Verichetti and, and Adam Fox and Mikey Martino down there. He was able to see how um, explosive he can be if he actually opens up a little bit. So, Speaking of Adam Fox, did you see the picture of the buck? Yeah, how about it? <laughs> oh, my gosh, he yeah. killed a moose. He, he shot that out behind my house. <laughs> uh, and I told myself, I've been, I've been feeding that buck uh, soybeans for the last two years, so you can thank me for that. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so yeah. a little sidelight on the news there, a little, yeah, tri- yeah. little, a little trivia. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll be there to bring folks at home all the action that's going on from Emporium tonight. It's going, it looks like it's going to be good weather, and yeah. you've had every game so far – you have not been rained out. We haven't had any of that. Yeah. And it doesn't look like it's going, like it's going to be that way tonight. No, so, no. Uh, but next week's going to be different. Yeah, who knows? Who <laughs> Practices knows? are going to be a little different yeah. because we're going to be in the 40s. So it's going to feel like what people say, more like football weather. Yeah, playoff and weather. And then coaches would say, it's always football weather. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> so uh, thank you, Jake. Yeah. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you and the guys tonight. Absolutely. Thanks, Bill. That was Bill Edwards with head coach Jake Heigel. After this timeout, we will have starting lineups and the kickoff as you're listening to Brockway Rover Football here on Sunny 106. Okay, I think we're back. <laughs> okay, well, I guess you guessed it. Uh, that was the opening line, you know, for the uh, pregame, and we didn't have one of those t- uh, tonight. But uh, you usually get most of the action anyway, and uh, so um, there wasn't a whole lot that went on when you were not listening. Oh, that big, long touchdown. That wasn't? <laughs> the one that wasn't? Well, one one big thing we had tonight that nobody at home got a chance to see was uh, something fall out of the sky in the middle of the field. Yeah. We we're not sure if it was a squirrel or a rabbit, but anyway, we ascertained there was probably, a, I would guess, an owl at this time of night, you know, yeah. that may have caught it and then got under the lights or something, I don't know, and then dropped it right in the middle of the field, and the coach went out and got it and brought it to the sideline, and then somebody got it and rolled it up in their sweatshirt. And, uh, so that was pretty wild. Maybe that was their version of having, like, the military fly, you know, where they come in with a parachute and <laughs> land at the 50-yard line. Well, yeah, it becomes a little more cruel when there's no parachute, though. <laughs> I mean, uh, but anyway, our, our halftime score is 21-6. to And uh, as we said before, I want to reiterate the fact that should Brockway win this, they will most likely have a home game next week. And uh, so we'll wait and see. And then we don't know who they will play. The, the possibility exists that there could be another – there could be a rematch of this game. So it just it's up in the air right now, but tomorrow at some point the committee will have it all figured out, and we will we will know. You may not know at home, but uh, I will probably know at some time tomorrow. 
nice thing is that I think there will probably be at least six or seven or maybe even eight teams that have winning records, and, you know, they can really have that, that eight playoff. I think it's still eight, eight teams that they have for single A. Uh, so that's, you know, nice that they don't have to have uh, four or five teams play with bye weeks. You know, you get everybody playing football. Yeah, excuse me. And, of course, the weather is going to be more football-like, what football is like in the Northeast anyway, you know. And uh, the temperatures are going to go down, and uh, hopefully we won't have to sit outside anymore during the playoffs. But <laughs> I don't know. but uh, you'd think that they would make a place for you in there. But, yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. They haven't kicked us out yet, so I think we have a <laughs> I think we have a, a home home base there. And so the first game will most likely be there. And then at that point, who knows? So this year could go to Kane too. There could be a game in Kane at some point because they have that turf now. And but their press box is is fairly decent so yeah that's what jake hypothesizes he thought that that he would play one of those teams and it would be in kane and, and he at least it won't be in bradford yeah <laughs> i don't think yeah. so yeah that uh, that suits me just uh, just very well so uh, well we got about 108 here on the uh, halftime clock before we get uh, under underway so again uh, i've got Gerald herbert with me and uh, you don't know yet whether he'll be able to be with me next week we don't know when the game will be and you do have a real job, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you didn't pay all that money for your, an education to not do do anything, right? So, so you were down in Texas. Uh, what day were you? Did you get to Texas? I was in Texas on Wednesday. Wednesday. Louisiana on Thursday, Friday morning, and flew up from Louisiana this morning. The state college and then from state college to you know to here. So uh, that that's quite a that's quite a week. So we're we're glad you made it. And, uh, and it's always nice to have have an engineer on hand. If when things go wrong, you can kind of figure <laughs> figure them out. I don't know what's going on with our. Uh, I just I think it was maybe my touch. You know, it's like the Midas touch. It's the, that the must, Jared touch. That must be it. But anyway, you know, we we're connected to the studio. Everything they could hear us at the studio, but we couldn't hear anything with the headset. You know, and so uh, that was what was going on wrong. But you know, with technology, things sometimes just go wrong. Yeah. Uh, and uh, being an old guy like me, technology has passed me by a long time ago, and uh, <laughs> so we have to rely on you, uh, you young folks. <laughs> well, the the uh, Red Raiders are out on the field right now. They're going to be to our right, and the Rovers will be coming out. They'll be on our left, and they'll be kicking off. Zuckel will be deep back there. He's always one that can get away on you if you give him a little bit of room. He's very fast. Not a big, not a big kid. I, I passed him out there a little while ago before the game, you know, and I could tell, well, he's not a big kid, but built for speed. Yeah. You kind of get a feeling that Cameron County needs to, they need to do something with Stride because they've been inside the red zone a couple times and haven't been able to get any points out of it. Yeah, that's, I'll tell you, that would have been a discussion at halftime, I am sure, mm-hmm. with, the, uh, with the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, well... This is the this is the second time that you and I have uh, maybe maybe it's all because of you I don't know the second time we've been outside a press mm-hmm. box. Okay, there's a little short uh, push kick there that's taken, and uh, the receiver will go down at about the 40-yard line. That's uh, number 44, I do believe that we do not have on our list, right? Yes, it is. It's the Fergali boy. Uh, Fergali, okay. Yeah. So he's he's 55 on ours, yeah, but 55. he's actually playing 45 tonight. Okay, well, I'm going to I'm going to make a note of that just in case. But you have it, you have it down now, I'm sure. But uh, okay, all right. So underway now in the uh, second half, 21 to six in favor of the, uh, the Rovers. And the Red Raiders will be moving from their own 40-yard line now. 
with a first down and 10. Ball's right in the center of the field. Hand off there to Zuckel. And he will get maybe a yard out of that, bring up a second down and nine for the Red Raiders. And you know, Jake had said in the, the interview that, I mean, he's very athletic and very quick, but you just can't uh, overstate how quickly the Brockway defense pursues to the football so he doesn't get a chance to get up to full speed. Yeah, I'll tell you, if he gets can break a tackle, he'll be, he'll be gone, though. He's got great speed. That was a pass out here to the near side. That had caught that time. Number 11, Lathan Reed, yeah, fullback. Reed, Reed makes the catch, and he looks like a fullback, too, doesn't he? Yeah, you'd like this. They're getting the fullback involved in the game. 11, I like it. Reed. Yeah. Yeah. So nine, that is a, another star trucking first down as uh, Reed will cross the 50-yard line and get into Rover territory at about the 47-yard line. 48, and now they're putting the ball down about the 48-yard line. Again, the only thing missing tonight is a beautiful moon, right? We don't, we don't have that. We... Yeah, which is not that. Maybe we would have seen what dropped that animal out of the sky. Yeah, (laughs) maybe. Maybe we'll get a few more drop before the night's over. I don't know. Okay, first down, and uh, that's a fullback once again, Reed, and uh, he's going to be knocked out of bounds at about the 40-yard line. So it looks like they're going to the power game, and there's going to be a flag, maybe, maybe a face mask. The only thing I can think of right over here on on the sideline. Yeah, Reed's uh, he's a uh, we'll call him a stout kid. He's not overly tall, but he's pretty looks pretty you know th- yeah. thick and muscular, and he had a little bit of speed there on the edge. Yeah, it kind of looks like you when you were that age. You know what? You're probably not kidding. It probably was me. <laughs> Fast, muscular, probably probably look, probably good looking. You know, I was good looking. <laughs> Nothing to say there. Huh? Well, yeah, that kind of. Uh, brings a lot of silence uh, to the <laughs> equation. 15-yard penalty. First down. Now, again, here we go again with the, the penalties. Yeah. Even the Red Raiders' uh, good field position. So, ball is down out at the 25-yard uh, line. And you can't leave. First down. You can't leave teams in it like this. No, you can't. And, no. And they need to do something at some point here. Okay, there is a roll out by the quarterback and he's going to look for somebody but can't find anybody but keeps the ball himself and uh, picks him gets some yardage out of it out of it as it gets down near the uh, 20 yard line so let's give him about five on that play so i'll bring up a second down and five good play good coverage by the defense there, not allowing any wide wide receivers to get open well, i'll tell you what uh you know they're the red raiders are fortunate that uh, the big kid decker is not playing tight end tonight yeah. Oh, yeah. He would, <laughs> yeah. He would. He would wreak havoc. I think. Uh, yeah. He is playing tackle though. So, and the reason he's doing that, he's a very good blocker as well. Okay, back to pass. Uh, Mama again. Big rush back there. A little jump pass, which you don't see very often. It's caught there by the fullback once again. That's Reed again. He gets inside the 20-yard line to about the, oh, about the 16 or 17-yard line. Tim Tebow asked there. That was, yeah. Yeah. Except that the receiver looks more like Tim Tebow than the passer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean Roman's not a short kid. I don't know why he had to jump like it was a basketball shot over him. Yeah, remember the old jump pass. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The last time I saw that done uh, the passer got his leg broken because he went up twice. Uh, didn't have the man the first time, went up the second time, he got caught by two uh, two defensive backs at him and broke his leg. Okay, back passes Bowman again, and the catch is made inside the 10-yard line. Nice catch there. Yeah, nice throw by Bowman. That's the second time he's hit. Uh, 80, 84, the Kobe Shepard on the crossing routes. That was nice. Uh, yeah. Not a perfect. 
throw, but a nice catch made by the receiver inside the 10-yard uh, line to you're going to mark it somewhere around, I think, the 8-yard line. So nice job there. Another star trucking first down. So first down and goal to go for the uh, Red Raiders. Back to passes. Bauman again looking for someone that's going to get open, but no one does. And Boy, so Bowman needs somebody to work with him on his mechanics. Very much so. I mean, he's an athletic kid, but you can see that he doesn't get any work with footwork. Yeah, if, like you said, if the legs are not in the right place, the pass yeah. will not be in the right place. And that yeah. goes at every level of play, except at the highest level, the athleticism. You know, mm -hmm. the, the genetic freaks can make up for some of that, you know, but at this level, you cannot. Okay, we've got a little T in a, in a, a backfield. Now the fullback is back there. Now we're going to shift into a different, different formation. Looks like they're going Might back little, to the pistol. little pistol formation. Fullback is to the right side of the uh, of bomb in that time. Handoff to Zuko. And uh, he's going to go down, and it looks like that flag is going to go into that holding area once again. Yeah, you know, uh, Yonner, Yonner and, and Yale, those guys are hard guys to contain, especially with how big they are. Well, one thing you don't want to do, and you know that as being, having been a coach, is you don't want to hurt yourself. Yeah, and you know, Cameron County's had plenty of opportunities tonight to score points, but every time they get inside the red zone, they shoot themselves in the foot with holding penalties or... Yeah, end up going the wrong direction. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, second down to goal now, but the ball is way back now at about the... Well, let's see, what, 18-yard line? I think around the 18-yard line. Back to passes, bombing again, looking downfield, being rushed back, though. There, uh, arm after him, and just tosses it out there, and I believe that is... Is that Zuko? No, yep, Zuko, and uh, he will go out of bounds somewhere around the 15, I think the 15-yard line. They're going to mark it, I think, right there. Third down now and goal from the 15-yard line for the uh, Red Raiders. Ross, Ross for the defense is right there on the tackle. Yeah, well, he's, and, he's, and the, the thing is we've got a right-handed quarterback, and he's being really hard-pressed to run to his left. Mm -hmm. That's hard to throw a ball, you know, that way. Mm -hmm. and, but when you've got... 265 pounds bearing down on you. You're going to keep running. You're not going to stop to get your shoulders square. Okay, so third down and 15, third down and goal for the uh, Red Raiders. Bombing back to pass again, being pressured back there. Almost got grabbed, but was able to get loose. Ball downfield, being going to be knocked away by about uh, three, two or three defenders. Now we have that uh, fourth down and uh, Goal now from the 15-yard line. Yeah, he rolled down. He had a wide receiver uh, kind of open up in the end zone, but I, I think it was probably a good thing that he threw it late because uh, the defensive back was going to was going to intercept that, and then that uh, large tight end for for Cameron County was, was coming across too, and he tried to get it, and then nobody ended up getting it. Now they find themselves in that fourth and fifth, that uh, fourth and goal from the 15-yard line. So it's a difficult call. We don't have too many calls like that with a uh, fourth and 15. Zuko is in motion. He's going out for the pass and looking for him. And he's picked off back there. And uh, that is... Uh, that's Ross, right? That's, uh, no, 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 Andrew, Andrew Brubaker. Brubaker. Yeah, Andrew Brubaker picks it off and he'll bring it out to about the, let's see, the 35-yard line. And so the Rovers will have it there as they will be moving from our left to our right now. Yeah, and that's that's just so hard when when you're kind of forced into a play fourth and that long. You've got to throw it deep, get to the end zone, 
And there was just a whole bunch of Brockway defenders sitting back there kind of baiting him another, into that yeah, throw. Yep, yep. So another lost opportunity, as we could say. Uh, eight minutes and nine seconds remaining here in the third period. Our score is still 21 to 6. Feels like it's been a while since Brockway's been on offense. It has been a while. Hopefully they can, uh, you know, do something good with the ball this time and, and get themselves, you know, don't give up dumb plays. Well, number two, uh, Zuckel is off the field right now. He plays good defense as well. And there's a handoff to Quello. Got some running room. And he'll get a start trucking first down as he will get out to the 50-yard line. That yeah. time he had a little bit of room. Yeah, he was, well, and you saw, like you had mentioned, Zuckel came off the field and where he left from was pretty much right where Gendy ran into well, and I also look to see the uh, the run game becoming a little bit better as this game goes on because I think the defensive front's going to get a little bit weary. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, trips this time to the far side. One split to the near side. Back to pass is Fox. Looking downfield. Got a man out there, but uh, can't get him. He's wide open at the 30-yard line. And I believe that was uh, Matty Brubaker. That'll bring up a second down and 10. Same place, 50-yard line. Yeah, and you brought up a good point. I mean, Cameron County's done a pretty good job of controlling the ball just because Brockway's given them very easy plays to get the ball, but Brockway's used to running at this pace, and most teams that play against them, unless they run that type of offense, are not used to running at that pace. And usually the third or fourth quarter is when you really start to see it. Yep. Okay, we ball's near side hash mark, second down and 10. Ball's on the 50-yard line. Slot near side and far side. Well, to uh, Fox's left. Fake to him. Quick throw out to the far side. And that is uh, Marty, Matty Brubaker, and Brubaker will get inside the 40-yard line, somewhere around the 37-yard line. Let's call it the 37. Another star trucking first down. Seen a lot more screens from them this game than normally we see from them. Yeah, they they uh, think they have something going out there. Okay, half to the near side, number uh, 24. That is. We got, we got Pasarczyk over here. There's a handoff again. That is, uh, that is Quelo again. Not much room that time. He'll pick up a couple to bring Quelo up a second here. down and about uh, about nine. Back so they're going to give him one, I think, on this play. Second nine. Yeah, starting to get a little bit more with the run game here, a little better penetration. We got a uh, <clears throat> got a new quarterback in the game now, of course. Uh, Aiden Patton, he's a freshman, 6'2", 180. He's got to grow into his body, too. But he's got pretty nice release, and he's going to run the quarterback keeper, and he's still on his feet. I think he makes it to the uh, 35-yard line. They're going to mark it right there about the 35-yard line. Another one of those freshmen. You can tell kind of by the way he runs, he's still a little little lanky uh, as he progresses throughout his career. He'll, he'll probably develop into, and start to run into, you know, be able to run with his body, run into his body. Yeah, he's got a frame to, you know, to, to build something on for sure as Fox mm-hmm. is back in there now. And we have uh, Doherty is to the near side. He's the uh, he the split. Crawford is uh, in the slot right now. Fox has Quello to his left. And Fox is back to pass, looking out there again. And that uh, ball just uh, goes to nobody as the receiver was overthrown, also overthrew the defense. And uh, sometimes one has to wonder, uh, do we have to throw so many of those long passes down the field when the, the center of the field looks like it could get one in there almost any time yeah, you want to? Yeah, I, 
and I, you know, I always say this every time I, I start to get critical as I understand what it's like to be on that side of it, but I was just going to say there's, it seems like their short game is either screens or it's a long game. There's no, no intermediate passing. Yeah, I, I, and that's a good observation. Maybe because the, you know, uh, we don't have a tight end uh, right now. And, of course, when they can uh, get that tight end in there. There you go. And there's a, a nice pass across the, uh, the middle. And that will be another star trucking first down. And that is... Uh, our friend, Mr. Pisarczyk. Yeah. yeah, he had the, the, the that intermediate dig route on their, their shallow concept there. Really nice. Uh, Fox reads the, the outside linebacker to kind of see what he does and puts him in a, you know, a bad position because he can't win. He's either going to come up or sit back and you just go where he isn't at. Yeah, that's one of those patterns that they could have almost mm-hmm. all the time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay, first down and 10. Fox back to pass again. Looking downfield, got plenty of time, and decides to uh, go ahead and run the ball. Still on his feet, still on his feet. He's got the speed to make it to the end zone, and uh, he will do it. Nice run. And so from 24 yards out, Fox will score with 527 remaining in the third period. And that's something that we haven't seen much Yeah, that was really unexpected, but he looked really good. Yeah, he's, he's a good athlete. He's got yeah. speed, but he's primarily just been a passer uh-huh. and has really not wanted to run the ball. And uh, there are times when, uh, uh, like, that situation dictated to him. There was somebody open to throw to uh, uh-huh. that time, and so he just took off with it, and and there you have it. Yeah. So we'll see if we can get 28. Dockery's back there, a kick again. Hard rush off the side. Looks like it's good from here. And so with uh, 527 left in the third period, it is 28-6 to six in favor of the Rovers. We'll get back with the Rover kickoff right after this 30-second timeout. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Whether the Rovers are on offense or defense, when they mold together, they become winners. And when it comes to price, selection, and service, you'll score big at Freemur Lumber and Molding, the winning team for composite decking, siding, roofing, shaw flooring, baseboard casing, and, of course, lumber. Freemur Lumber and Molding are proud supporters of Brockway Rover football and would like to encourage you to bring your family to a game, cheer for the team, and show the players your support. Freemur Lumber and Molding, Route 28, top of the hill in Brockway. Let us mold your life. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back from Emporium, and the uh, score is 28 now to 6 in favor of the Rovers. 527 remaining here in the third period. Bill Edwards along with Jared Holbert, just back from Louisiana. Did you eat any Cajun food while you were in Louisiana? I did, did you? I did. That was fantastic. Okay, here comes the kickoff. It's on the ground. Going to bounce around a bit. It's going to be taken by one of the upbacks there. And he will go down at about the 40-yard line. So I I could see why they don't want to kick off to number two back there because he gets a running start with a little bit of room. It could be dangerous. Well, and again, you know, defensively, if Brockway is not committing penalties, they're, they're playing good defense. So whether you get the ball on the 20 or you kick it to the 40, if your defense can hold them and not have penalties, you're in good position. Well, well it kind of makes sense if you've got got them deep in the in your territory at the one yard line and they can't score. They yeah. can't score from the ten to the fifteen yard line. Then <laughs> yeah, they've been, they've been inside the red zone twice and couldn't score. Yeah, so give them the ball at the forty, right? Yeah. Okay, so first down and ten. Red Rovers again moving far right to our left here in this third period. They've got some work to do. Hand off to the fullback again, and he will go down right at the 40-yard line. Rockway thinks there was a fumble on the play. No, the officials have not designated so. 
And so unless you're wearing a striped shirt, it doesn't really matter what direction you're pointing. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be a huddle of officials, though. Oh, well, <laughs> gathering of the minds. I see Johnny Varichetti motioning, uh, you know, the other way there, but uh, he's not in charge of the uh, decision that is going to be made here. So let's see what the officials are going to do. And I think it's going to uh, stay right here, is it? I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm not quite Rick. sure what. Uh, yeah. It's going first down again, so they must. Maybe they weren't ready for play. It, I don't know. I, I, I wish officials would be a little uh, bit more demonstrative yeah. uh, for us that have to, you know, relay the message to people at home. Yeah. It's, uh, you can definitely, like this is a big reason the high school coaches get frustrated with the officiating is there's not a lot of good communication. Well, I guess I, I heard the public address person say that the, it was an inner whistle that took place. Okay, on the back to pass. Looking for a man out there, and uh, I think that ball was picked off. No, he said it hit the ground. So he said it hit the ground. Uh, Andrew Brubeck, they thought he had the interception. The ball was tipped off, and he thought he dove and got it. And, and this is the thing, and there's a drill to run for this. Uh, it's called the scoop drill that Raymond Berry, uh, Hall of Famer, NFL Hall of Famer Raymond Berry, used to work on that drill all the time called the scoop drill, which made you keep your elbows together when that ball was low that the elbows are together there's no way the ball can touch the ground if you move the elbows out then and you even see it at the pro level that ball hitting the ground because they don't have the elbows together so that's a detail it's one of those details that uh, you can actually coach and practice all the time you know but it just isn't done anymore okay second down and ten ball carries hit immediately if not sooner and that was uh, Zuccoli, I believe, and he's going to be inside the 40 at about the 39-yard line. So going to be a, well, they're going to mark it pretty much at the same place, uh, forward, uh, forward motion. So it's going to be third down and 10 now. Ball at about the 39-yard line of the Red Rovers. Yeah, Brockway lucked out there. They had a busted defensive coverage. Man, nobody followed the man coming across, and nobody, nobody bumped out on him, and he ran down the sideline wide open. That will happen, won't it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Slot near side and far side. Ace formation. Bachman back to pass again. Caught by Zuckel, and he's hit immediately. As soon as he touches the ball, and that's Quello that makes the tackle. And he will lose a couple yards, and that's going to bring up at least one yard on that. Coming up a fourth down now. Ball is going to be at about the 37-yard line. So punting situation for the, uh, the Red Raiders. And uh, going back is Pasarczyk to uh, to field this punt. We'll stand somewhere around his 30-yard uh, line, I do suspect. Got about 3.55 remaining here in the uh, third period. And here comes the punt. It's going to head towards uh, Pasarczyk, but he will back out of the way as the ball rolls inside the 20-yard line to about the uh, 18, 19, let's call it the 19-yard line. So the Rovers will have it there. Again, 3.43 remaining here in the third period. Got some scores around the district. We, they, I noticed uh, driving here, of course, I live in, you know, Penfield area, so you, know, you go up to St. Mary's and take 120, and but the uh, the beautiful colors have pretty much left now. It's starting to, everything is starting to look brown, and then it will, at some point, pretty much look white. Yeah. <laughs> Saw a lot of elk on the way up too. Oh, did you see one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we uh, we've had one. We we'll had one in, in the backyard here in the last uh, week or so. 
Okay, uh, we have uh, finally the, the ball carry. I don't know what that was, actually. That was, uh, that was our freshman, Mr. Patton. Was that, uh, was that 10? Yeah, it was Patton looking for something to do with the ball, but yeah. uh, could not find something. So Fox will be back in. Give up a second down, though, as Patton lost a lot of yards. Went out to be a second down about, oh, maybe 15 yards to go. That, that again, is that, that lack of... Uh, lack of tenure at the position where he probably should have just dumped that out of bounds. Yes, yeah, I, always, I always throw those into the bleachers. <laughs> you know? Okay, so second down about uh, 15 for the uh, for the Rovers. Fox is back in there looking to pass. Quick throw pass here to Mikhail Brockley, and uh, he's got a block out there. But he's going to be taken down at the uh, 15, about the 15-yard line. So well short of the uh, line of gain, of course. Again, in our in our game, we uh, we do have uh, some things that we want to uh, to keep or look for, and I I put it down between us here, and that is a drive of the game, which I have right now the first drive of the game where uh, points came out of that, and so the the Rovers struck early with that first uh, that first drive of the game kind of set the tone. Well, we don't have well sack of the game we could. We could uh, call a few of those tonight as Fox is back. The pass got a man open. That is uh, Crawford. He's got the first down and more. And so Ooh. he's got the uh, star trucking first down. He's going to go out of bounds somewhere around the 45-yard line. So they will move the sticks again. So that was like that was a hit of the a hit of the game there, or a big hit by by Crawford on Pearsall. Yeah, he uh, he could have easily just stepped out of bounds, but he he wanted to make his presence known. I think yeah. over there on the sideline. Yeah. He wanted Pearsall to know that he also drives a, a Mack truck. <laughs> uh, play of the game, you know, sometimes there are so many plays of the game you could call that you just kind of uh, have to pick one out. But uh, we don't quite have that one as yet as Quayla will carry. Be a little bit short of the 50-yard line. We'll bring up a third down, or second down, rather. Second down and about... Uh, about seven, I think, for a first down for the Rovers. Again, we're closing in on the uh, end of the third period. We've got about 140 now on a, on a running clock. Jindy, Jindy was a little a little uh, hobbly going off to the sidelines. So we see a new running back here, Xavier Swinter. Haven't called Swinter. his name at all this. Swinter? Swinter, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so he's getting a, getting getting he a can chance. Do with it here. Yeah, getting a chance to get in there, so... Quello's been a workhorse, though, for his size. He's been a real, running mostly inside. Fox back to pass, being rushed back there, looking for somebody who's decided to run with the ball, and he's got the first down and more on that sideline over there. And so there'll be another star trucking first down well inside of Red Raider territory at about the uh, about the 34-yard line. It'll be first down and 10 from there. 112 in a, on a stop clock here remaining in the third period. And really, and really, you know, thus far, like Brockway's worst enemy has been themselves. They haven't done anything other than, you know, they have uh, they don't catch the ball and it leads to an interception. There are penalties, so they really that's what they've hurt themselves the worst. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. Trips to the near side this time. Fox back to pass again. Got a man breaking open out there and cannot make the catch. No flag. Anything on the play? I don't see any laundry to you. Uh, I'm getting to the point where I'm I'm looking for a flag on every play yeah, <laughs> at this yeah. point. Yeah, and, and you know I think we we kind of get on on Braden sometimes for for thrown into coverage, which is what he just did there. But 
You know, sometimes when you when you have Pasarczyk or Brubaker or even uh, um, uh, why am I drawing a blank on his name, Doherty, you, you're willing to take that. You'll take that one-on-one -on -one in coverage. Yeah, uh, this is Quayle's back in, and he is going to get uh, another star trucking first down, I think, as he's inside the 15-yard line to about the 14. Yeah, Jake and I talked about that. Uh, and uh, yes, he does surrender double coverage. He did it against Red Bank, but he, he, you know, they think that their guys are better than the other guys. You know that they more than likely will come up with the ball, and I think that's, you know, why you see that. Uh, just short of a first down, by the way, by a yard. So there's a third down and short for the uh, for the Rovers. Ball inside the. Oh, let's see where they have it marked. The uh, 24-yard line. Ball's on the ground. Still on the ground and going to be recovered there. That was uh, Patton again in the game, and uh, there was a, a problem there with the exchange, and the ball was on the ground. So it's back to uh, behind the flags now with a fourth down. Ball's going to be at the 35-yard line. So there's another one of those. Yeah, we'll talk about things. a third and a short one. Should be an easy pickup, and yeah. quarterback can't handle the snap. Yep, so we have uh, do we have a... No, we're going to be in the third period. So at the end of the third period, is our score is Rovers 28 and the Red Raiders 6. And we'll be back at the beginning of the fourth quarter right after this 30-second timeout. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. So where are we going? Brockway. Why are we driving all the way to Brockway? Because it's worth it. Worth it? We're going to Glastown Pizza. Their food is that good. Mamma mia. Their Italian specialties are amazing. Plus their flatbreads, hoagies, specialty burgers, and seafood are out of this world. You know I love mushrooms. Yup. Well, Glastown cuts them up fresh, not canned. Makes my sandwich so much better. Got their menu up on my phone. GlassTownPizzaPA.com. It is worth a drive. Let's go. Glastown Pizzeria, 5th Avenue, downtown Brockway. Love at first bite. The home of Brockway Rovers football is sunny 106. Okay, we are back. We are just getting ready to begin the fourth period. And uh, as I said, our score 28 to 6. Hope you folks at home are enjoying the uh, enjoying the game. And remember, next weekend, uh, whether it's Friday or Saturday, we don't know. But the Rovers will be in the playoffs. Who they will play, we do not know until sometime tomorrow. And so you will have to listen to your radio or read the paper and find out what's going to be happening next weekend. We hope that uh, Coach Jared can be with me next week, but uh, it'll be, depend on his schedule. So, uh, and we do want him to have some time to see his kids once in a while. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's, it's hard to hard to believe I've got a, a, an actual job too. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard for me to believe that you are, you've been married now, you've got two kids in the house. I know. And, uh, and I did your wedding. Yeah. Uh, so we, you know, we go way back to when, yeah. you know, uh, and. Uh, Even before then, we coached together. We coached together, yeah, yeah. So Lifted together. We lifted together. Of course, you always lift more than I do, so. Uh, but at, at this point, I should be in your, in your will. I'm pretty sure I'm in your will, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The older son I never had. Uh, I did want to mention, you know, uh, because uh, the Penn State's doing it tomorrow that they have their, their military appreciation. And uh, and I don't think, uh, I don't know that I've ever told you, you know, I appreciate your service that you did for us. And, uh, you know, you were, you were doing it back when it was uh, jumping out of, out of planes and parachuting and landing the hard way. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I do, and I'm sure everybody else appreciates you and everybody else who served for our country. Well, I appreciate that. You know, I appreciate that more than you know. And, uh, yeah, I people ask me why I would jump out of a perfectly good airplane, and I, I would always tell them, how do you know it was a perfectly good airplane? You know, it was an Air Force plane. 
you know. So, and I was Army. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we all do some crazy things in our life. Of course, uh, I spent 1969 in Vietnam and uh, as an infantry player. So, I, uh, you know, I, I know that side of, uh, of the military as well. So, uh, it's just, uh, I'm blessed. I'm blessed that God protected my life while I was there, and I have a chance to be where I am now. Uh, and uh, enjoying life, you know, every day, and doing the best I can to help other people enjoy it, and people enjoy it as well. Yeah, and you're you're heavily, you know, you're you're involved a lot in the community. You do, you know, football, radio. You help with coaching. Still, you help with with players, and you, uh, you know, you do track and field for Dubois. So. And I pastor a church full time. Yes, Andy pastor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Andy, you have a job. I've been doing that for 50 years, you know. So uh, yeah, so I've had a very enriched life, and I'm very blessed. Okay, back to passes. Fox looking now. Phil, he's going to run it. Got plenty of room out there to run it. And he's going to be out of bounds at about the uh, 20 yard line. So that'd be another star trucking first down. So uh, Rover's on the move again. And one has to think that they've got this thing pretty well figured out or they can throw the ball, they can run the ball. But, uh, you know, a lot of the long runs have come, <laughs> come with, with Fox running from the quarterback position. And you wonder, you know, he hasn't really done it a whole lot this year. Maybe, you know, defensively it's been a little different, but maybe this will give him some confidence for and maybe some, some drive to want to run the ball more. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. And uh, again, we got that uh, slot to the far side, hand off to Quello off the right side. Got a little bit of running room there, and he's going to pick up a few. Let's call it a second down. Let's give him five on that second down and five now. The ball's going to be right at about the 15-yard line. As the rubbers now move from our right to our left. And uh, as I was saying earlier, when the when I got here, it was early. It was before 5 o'clock. So the, the beauty of this place, we're sitting down amongst the mountains right here, getting mountains just all around. And it's just such a neat place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Fox, again, calling Suttons. We've got jet motion by uh, Caleb Doherty. And look out, Fox, back to pass, being rushed there. And he's running to his right, which is going to be very hard to pass, as you can see. Yeah. Could not get his shoulder. You know, there's no way he could get his left shoulder back to throw the ball downfield. So he throws it out of bounds, which is the right thing to do. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Take take the, take the down and not the loss. Yep. So third down now. They've got it marked, uh, let's see, about six yards probably. So third down and six. Ball is at about the uh, 15. Those are the balls right on the 15-yard line. As we are at 11.05 remaining here in the uh, final period from... Emporium, PA, Fox, back to pass, quick throw up pass there, and that is to uh, Doherty, and they've got him by the foot, but he releases, and he's still on his feet, and Doherty very close to the goal line, is he in? I don't see, yes, he is, and so at 12, or 10.52 remaining in the fourth period, Doherty will score from 15 yards out, and, uh, you know, I can I can understand the argument coming from here, because they felt, oh, well, he stopped, because the uh, defender had him by the foot, but he's still making yardage forward, mm-hmm. yeah. and so he pulled the foot out and then uh, re- uh, kept running and scored. So, because he's, as you said, he's a big kid. I mean, he's almost six feet tall uh, and about 180, 85 pounds probably. I don't think he's 190. And to be able to do those things as a freshman is, is oh, really incredible. pretty impressive. Really, yeah. And that's what I told him. I said, "You're blessed. You're a blessed, kid." Okay, here comes the extra point, and that's uh, Dockery also. And Dockery remembers a is a soccer player, so moving back five yards is not going to hurt him too much. He's got plenty of leg. Mm-hmm. His dad is the uh, head soccer coach, head boy soccer coach at Rockway. Okay. So. Yeah, you can see when he kicks his extra points, they're they're well and 
well and good through the through the uprights. Yeah, he's got plenty of power, and most of them are down the center of the of the goalpost as well. Okay, so from five yards farther out, comes the kick, and plenty of leg, and it's good. So, with 10:52 remaining here in the football game, it is 35 to six now in favor of the Rovers. And we'll be back in 30 seconds with the Rover kickoff. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Creekside Auto and Tire is a trusted name in the Brockway area. John, Chris, and Lisa are Brockway born and raised and are longtime supporters of the Brockway Rovers. From state inspections, oil changes, and great prices on major tire brands to all types of repairs and maintenance, Creekside Auto and Tire keeps you running safe and smooth all year long. Call Lisa to schedule a tune-up or to get some winter tires on your vehicle before that winter weather blows in. Visit Creekside Auto in Brockway. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we're back, and we have 10.52 remaining in this football game. Our score is 35-6 to 6 in favor of the uh, Rovers. And so for all intent and purposes, I, I think the Rovers have positioned themselves well for what is to come next week. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what Cameron County does here because you almost wonder if that was sort of the nail in the coffin. And, uh, I mean, they have nothing to hang their heads about. They, no. It's, it's, it's a tough matchup for them. Yeah, just not enough. Just not enough kids. When you look at the sideline, what do they have? You know, 10 kids or yeah. whatever it is on the sideline. So it's, it's difficult. It's difficult. Okay. It's Isaac Nichols. Will cross the 40-yard line. That'll be a first down for the Red Raiders now to uh, get their offense on the field with 10:41 remaining here. And, you know, that was the argument with uh, for the last couple of years with, you know, when I coached at Bucktail and Cameron County and some of these other smaller schools was you'd play teams like Brockway and Port Allegheny and you not even so much Port, but Red Bank, and, and you really never had a chance. And now the way they've realigned these leagues, you you have – it's much better for the morale and for the program yeah, because you, yeah. you're playing teams that are closer to your enrollment size and, and maybe even ability-wise. Yeah, and I know what it's like, you know, growing up where I did and playing where I did in high school. We had maybe 11 or 12 kids on the sideline because it was a small school like this. Okay, here's a little uh, hook and ladder play, there. a hook and ladder to number 51. And so they pulled that they pulled that out from uh, from somewhere. That's a pair of the 84 Colby, Colby uh, Shepard caught the hitch pass and then tossed it back to, to the uh, right tackle. Yeah, so a nice play in the yeah. game. Yeah, so good job. Good job on that play. That that gets him into to Rover territory at the 35-yard line. So nice job there by the uh, Red Raiders. Yeah, unfortunately for them, you know, they've been in this territory before, and they just struggled to get it in the end zone. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Bombing back to pass, not looking downfield. Got uh, ooh, tipped away at the last second there by Crawford, but Crawford was in front of the, the uh, receiver. Yeah, that, that's a big tight end, Colby. But Colby Shepard had a had good position, but, uh, you know, we've, we've talked about Bowman outside of the radio as a you know, coaches. He's kind of more of a baseball player, and you could see the way he throws that ball. He, it, it's more of a baseball throw, and he didn't get that loft and let his guy run under it. Yeah, you know, and there is a difference when it comes to mechanics. Uh, if somebody's grown up since they were two years old playing baseball and throwing a ball that way, and then decide when they get into ninth grade or something they're going to be a quarterback, it's it's a different. Uh, okay, here's a throwback to the quarterback, and it's going to be picked off, I think, and it is, and that is uh, 
Brubaker, I believe, is that Brubaker back there? Uh, that was number five. Oh, that's number five. Yeah, it's Brubaker. It's uh, Andrew. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't know why I always get his number messed up. Yes, Andrew Brubaker is picked off at about the 13-yard line, but there's a flag on the field, and there is a body on the field out there also. The quarterback, Bowman. Is that uh, Bowman? So it could have been a, a late hit, yeah. you know. So they that may be what that flag is about. If that is the case, then that will erase that, uh, you know, that interception. But, well, there's a... Time out on the field here. We'll take a timeout. We'll be back with more action in 30 seconds. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Let's go Rovers! And after the game, let's go to the Rocky Grill. The Rocky Grill in Brockway, serving up delicious food and hometown pride all football season. Open until 10.30 on Fridays and Saturdays for your post-game celebration. Try gourmet appetizers, Mediterranean-inspired entrees, or sink your teeth into one of our famous steaks. And don't forget to stop in during the week. Monday and Wednesday, 4 till 9, and Thursday, 11 till 9. To experience the newly remodeled interior and outdoor seating in the Rock Garden. Good luck to both teams. Have fun and play hard. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back. There's a medical timeout on the field right now. And uh, let's kind of give the, the scenario f- uh, for the for the playoffs. Now, both these teams are going to be in. Okay, with their with their winning records, mm-hmm. but uh, as they you know the, the most they're playing for tonight is to have that home field advantage, mm-hmm. so the winner will probably have that, and uh, right now of course the advantage is you know 35 to six or overs over uh, you know over the Red Raiders, but the Red Raiders will be in. The question will be where will they play and who will they play, and so, but the same thing is true for Brockway, but only half of that they know they're going to they'll play at home, but who they will play will be is still the question. Yeah, and that's the that's the interesting thing now with with having. Uh, uh, a committee decide the the teams. So you don't really look at records anymore. It's a bunch of people get together and they say who are the best teams, like they do for the college football playoffs. And uh, I thought it was I guess, I'm not sure who that is. Yeah, that's Bowman. That, okay. That's Bowman. Yeah. Yeah, and, he's, uh, and he's tall, lanky kid. So you've got Cameron County, you've got Otto Eldred, you've got Countersport Union. Um, I'm not sure if Keystone has a winning record or not. So you've got you've got potentially eight teams that all have winning records. Yeah, and what they decide in their committee, they're going to sit down, you know. So what are they going to look at? They're going to look at uh, who you have played, and uh, what the, not just the win-loss thing, but what how well did you play against a, a better team, you know, that sort of thing. So that's what they're going to be looking at rather yeah. than who won the game. So uh, so a, a lot is determined by that. Back in the old days, and people now don't realize that that way back. There, this was not the way it was set up. You, you could be unbeaten and never get in the playoffs. Really? Because it was a point system. Oh, yeah, yeah. So with the point system, well, a good example is, is my senior year, we were unbeaten but didn't get in the playoffs. So we didn't get a, a game after that. We probably would have gone far as a single-A team in the playoffs, but we never got a chance to be in the playoffs. Played all those church teams. You played all those church teams, though. Well, no. Actually, we played some teams that were much, much bigger. Most teams were bigger than us. Uh, we played West Hazel, and you know, they'd come out with 45, four guys dressed. We'd come out with 22 or 23 or whatever. And then uh, we also played Tonkanic. Tonkanic was a huge school. It was a new school out in the country near Scranton. They were picked to take the Northern Division that year. And so we went up to their field, and we beat them on their field. And so we beat some pretty good opponents, you know. But still, you know, uh, some of the bigger schools, you know, had the points that we didn't have. So we finished third instead of first, you know. But that's the way it is. So I'm glad it's the way it is now because teams have a chance. 
Looks like Cameron County has Ryder Brown in at uh, quarterback, number six. Okay, number six, he pitches it out there to, uh, oh, still on his feet, and that, uh, and that is a beautiful run there by Zuko. Uh, Malachi Zuko is a sophomore. He's got speed from uh, 20 yards out. He will score on the run on that pitch out. And uh, really uh, very impressive. He did make a lot of guys miss because he's so quick, you know. Mm -hmm. And so there are a lot of things being picked up off the field out there. He came up a little lame after that play. But, uh, yeah, I mean, really a a really great run by him. A lot of moves. Well, he's been their workhorse. I mean, he's their leading receiver, leading rusher, leading in touchdowns. So, yeah. And uh, but unfortunately, he's one guy. Yeah. You know, and uh, so at 9:28 here in the game. But you think? I mean, they they were in the end zone twice. If they would have scored on that, this would be yeah, a oh yeah, different game. game. Yeah. So it's 35-12, and they're going for two, and that handoff to Zuko again, and uh, see if he can get in. I think he does. He does. And so with 9.27 remaining in this game, it's 35-14 now in favor of the Rovers. And we'll be back with the Red Raider kickoff right after this 30-second timeout. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Verichetti Holdings LP, which includes Phoenix Centered Metals, Superior Energy Resources, and Guardian Healthcare, is proud to support our hometown Brockway Rovers football team. Phoenix Centered Metals specializes in powder metal technology and manufacturing for the automotive, agricultural, HVAC, and medical markets and more. Superior Energy Resources is a leader in providing 24-7 on-site support to the oil and gas industry across the East Central U.S. Guardian Healthcare offers skilled nursing and rehabilitation services throughout the state, including Highland View Healthcare here in Brockway. On the field or in the workplace, excellence, teamwork, and responsibility make the difference. Go Rovers! The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we're back. We have 927 remaining in uh, this ball game. Rovers 35, the Red Raiders just 14. And uh, as you said, Jared, had things gone differently when the Raiders were in the red zone, deep in the red zone, had they scored on those occasions, this thing would be a whole lot closer. Mm. Yeah, it, it, I'm curious to see what Cameron County has left. They've run so many trick plays, and but other than that last run by Zuko, they really haven't had any explosive plays. Okay, here's an onside kick, and it's going to be picked up, I think, by one of the upmen for the Rovers, and so the Rovers will have it in their own territory at about the 47-48 yard line, and they got 9:26 to work with it here. Returned by uh, Carter Gwalanone. Carter Gwalanone. Wallenown. Wallenown. I got it right. Yes, yes. But, you know, well, wa- watching this game, I mean, even with the score, it never really felt like, even with all the mistakes that Brockway's made, that the game was ever really in doubt. It's, it's, it, unfortunately, it never really felt like that. Yeah, I get it. I kind of felt the same way about it. I I, I didn't feel negatively at all about them coming in here and uh, and winning this. Trips to the far side this time. One split to the near side. Fox is still in there. He'll run out off to Quayle across the right side. And uh, he will get good yardage as he's out oh, near the line of a game. But a flag comes in late. So I don't know whether that is a face mask or what that might be. But there's almost a nine-yard, let's call it eight-yard run on the first down to get the ball into uh, Red Raider territory. We made it, made it a little bit without any flags. That was a hold. Yeah, well, 
I guess you can't do that in football, right? I guess you can't do that. You can't do that. So that's going to go back, and they're going to be behind the sticks yet again. And, and like even with us, you know, some, and I'll be honest, sometimes there's officiating crews that call things that other officiating crews don't. Um, but, you know, for Brockway and for, for Coach Jake, this has to be an annoyance because you're getting ready for the play. You have playoffs next week, and you've got all these penalties of things that you don't need to be seeing at this time of year. That is true. Yeah, actually pips the near side this time on a first down and about 12. There's a throw-up pass here to Crawford. He's going to try and get the sideline, but he's going to be dragged down there by the jersey. They're going to call his uh, forward progress at the 46-47 yard line. So that didn't uh, that didn't work well. If they, I think if they have, if they have a double pass, which they might have, that they've never I've never seen them use it. But if they have it. You know, they've been throwing that ball out so often. I mean, that defense is just playing for that thing. Yeah. But uh, obviously in a game like this, they don't need to show that. No, unless unless you want somebody else to see it. Yeah, unless you want somebody else to see it. Okay, there's Anoff to Coelho across the right side again, looking for running room. Still on his feet, but it's going to be brought down there at the 45-yard line of the Red Raiders. Number two, Jendi Coelho. And so Quayle has not had a lot of running room tonight. He gets his yards the hard way. For a while, he was averaging like 126 yards a game. Yeah. And, and then uh, I think the uh, defense has started to get a little bit wise of where he likes to run, or where they like him to run, I should say. So he hasn't done as well as of late, but he grinds those yards out. It's a third down now from the 45-yard line of the Red Raiders. And there's Quayle again off this left side. He's got running room over here if he can break a tackle. But he's going to be brought down there at about the 35-yard line. That'll move the chains. Another star trucking first down. And, you know, no disrespect to Cameron County, but, I mean, this is kind of like Bucktail, where it's sort of like farm area, and you have, you have your big farm boys. And uh, that's what, you know, their line has done a fairly good job up until, you know, recently of, of stopping stopping Broadway's run game. Yeah. Uh, but like you said earlier, there's there has to be a point where it starts to break, and I think we're starting to see that now. I think we are, yeah. You just get worn down. Here's Quello again off the right side. Follow those big guys. Almost breaks it, and he'll get another star trucking first down as he's just inside the 25-yard line. And, and Brockway's wide receivers and running backs, especially Jendi, and um, um, uh, drawing a blank number 11 out here. Oh, Doherty. And Doherty and Pasarczyk and, and Brubaker, they all like to punish the defenders when they try to tackle them. They don't just go down. So after a while, that gets kind of tiring. Yeah, their receivers know how to stock walk. Here's come Quello around the left side, and unfortunately slowed down there. Zuko uh, tackled him just outside the 30-yard line, the 31-yard line. And it, it, it looked like he should have made a move there, but he just kind of came up and stopped, you know. And so, of course, he's getting tired, too. He's been he's been doing this all night long. Yeah, twos, twos for both sides have been playing hard they have, all night. They have. Patton is back in a quarterback right now. Long drink of water. He's just going to hand it off to Quello. Quello go right up the middle. So it's gonna, you're going to see a lot of Quello right now as he's running the clock down to about, what is it, 640? Mm, yeah. About a running clock. Yeah, it's hard for, to tell. For some reason, Quayle that clock is blurry to me. Well, there's a couple there's a couple dots missing on there, which makes it hard to tell if it's a six or a five. That's kind of like a lot of couple brain cells missing on my brain. Uh, <laughs> third down and one for the Rovers as they are on the move again. Hand off again to Coelho, and there he goes. And he's down near the 10-yard line, at about the 11-yard line. 
And that's going to be another star trucking first down. I probably, you probably, people probably think that Jendi's paying me to say this, but I, you know, every time I watch him run, he does such a good job of he spends very little time going east-west, and he gets north very quickly. That is extreme. That is very true. That's and a good observation. It's completely correct. He doesn't do a lot of dancing in there. No, he, he doesn't. Does one or two moves, and then he's vertical when he runs hard. That's right. Yep. Okay, so we've got a first down and ten. They can get a first down before they before they score. Like the ball's at about the 11-yard line. Fox is back in the game. Yeah, Fox back in. Quick throw pass there to uh, Doherty, I believe. That's Doherty, yep. And uh, the oh ball's on the ground. What happened there? And uh, so the Red Raiders have it, but I don't know what happened. Doherty had it, yeah, and it must have been stripped because he turned around like, what happened to the ball? But there's a flag. There was a flag before that happened, so I don't I, know what that's I about. Think the flag was probably holding on Brockway. That could be. Yeah, so let's see. It was before the fumble came out. We've seen a few crazy plays tonight. <laughs> well, the, the, the evening itself started off weird. You know, I'm <laughs> racking my out. brain over here to see what's going on. Uh, crackback block on Brockway. Okay. So, first down for the Red Raiders. Ball's going to be outside of the 40-yard line at about the 43, 44-yard line. Let's see where they put it down and get about the 44-yard line. So the Red Raiders will have it. 5.26 remaining in this one. 35-14 to 14 is our score. Rovers in the lead. You know, it's kind of been a... <laughs> we were talking before about how we never really, I never really felt like it was out of you know, out of Brockway's hands. It's just kind of been like a ho-hum game for Brockway. Now, Cameron County's done some neat things here and there, and we saw that creature drop out of the sky, but it's just kind of been like a, you know, a ho-hum game. Like they just kind of do what they need to do to win. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you know, and that that kind of mentality may come in. It would have hurt them tonight if Cameron County would have been able to score every time they were in the red zone. Yeah, it would have hurt them tonight, yeah. But they just doing what they have what they have to do, but they're on defense right now, or the Rovers, and uh, here comes Zuko, and he gets pretty much nowhere. They're going to mark it, I think, right where the ball was. So bring up a second down and 10 from the same place, about the 44-yard uh, line. Uh, I will say the uh, the offensive line and the defensive line for, for Brockway, just looking at their side of the ball, they've, they've played very well tonight. Uh, they had a lot of pressure on the quarterback when they're on defense. On the offense, they haven't given up any sacks. Um, or and if they have, it was you know something I guess I just didn't see. But yeah, I didn't. The, I didn't the, the, the line doesn't get a lot of credit very often, but they've done a pretty good job. So at least you know Jake can be happy with that. Yes. Yep. Yep. Let's see what they have now. As we're at a second down and nine for the Red Raiders. 4.36 on a running clock right now. There's a handoff that is two. I didn't see that number. 33. 33. Brody, Brody Artman. Yeah. So that's been his first opportunity tonight. So they're getting some fresh jerseys in the game. Of course, they have a backup quarterback now in the game. I don't know what the injury is with the starting quarterback, Bachman, but... Uh, it could have been one of those things, too, where the coach was like, hey, we got other things we need to play for. We don't need you getting hurt here at the end when guys are starting to get tired and Brockway starting to tee off on you a little bit. Yeah, let's hope that he gets back for the uh, you know, for the playoffs. hope it's not too serious. Okay, back to pass, and there's a pass out there and almost picked off by the uh, Rovers, but no good. 
trying to run a screen play there, but it didn't seem like they ever were really able to get get the line out of there. Yeah, too many too many bodies there. Uh, Brown is he's not young. He's a junior, 5'10", 150. But uh, he didn't have a whole lot of time there trying to get that uh, screen pass off. Too many bodies in there. I mean, it's pretty hard to find. Yeah. Find your guy. Okay, punt formation. Pisarczyk is back there around his 20-yard line. And here comes the punt. Not too far, not too high. Kind of bounce at the 40, bounce around, and it's going to die inside the 30-yard line. You're going to get a you're going to get a holding call on Brubaker here. He got kind of got hit in the helmet, and then he just grabbed the the gunner's legs, <laughs> tried tried to single leg him to the ground. Well, they've been too many. Too many yellow flags on the field. Uh, Rockway's yeah. got to clean that up. They, yeah. You certainly can't do that against a team that you know can score. Yeah, because you, if you do this against a, a team uh, you know of higher quality, whether that's a Union or uh, especially Port Allegheny Redback, you, you're you're not you're going to get blown out having as many penalties as they've had and, and not catching the football. You have to play complementary football and. and they haven't needed to do that tonight, but yeah. you, again, you keep saying you hate to see that at this point in the season. Yeah, you can't see, you can't be putting yourself deep in your own territory uh, consistently, you know, and giving the other team, you know, an advantage when they get on offense, like has happened, you know, so many times tonight. But in any event, it is first down and ten to go. Foxes back there, looking to pass downfield. Got a man wide open, running free, and that is Brubaker. That is Maddie Brubaker, but overthrown. And so, and it's it's hard to throw overthrow these guys. At some, yeah. at, you know, sometimes uh, Fox just has too much arm. And that one, that looked like that was a good throw. And, and you know, if if I have any complaint about Foxes, sometimes I feel like he's got a good enough arm that he needs to let his receivers run under it, like he did there. Uh, but, you know, we're here in the fourth quarter with three minutes left to go. I'm sure the wideouts are tired from running, yeah, running those yeah. routes all night. Well, yeah, I mean, his arm's so strong, sometimes he just needs to get a little air under the yeah. ball. And he doesn't do that. It's, it's too much on a straight line, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of touch. You know, just a matter of touch. Okay. Here comes Coelho off the right side. And uh, doesn't have a whole lot of room over there. He'll make it out to about the 25-yard line. So Quillo's getting his work tonight. So that brings up a third down and five now for the uh, for the Rovers. Clock continues to run. We've got uh, 3:20 now on a running clock. And so the uh, Rovers will win this. It's just a matter of what the score will be. Right now it's 35 to 14. And so it looks like they will have a first game in the playoffs at home in Brockway, which uh, which pleases us. We like our little we like our little place there in Brockway. At least we're not sitting outside. Yeah. <laughs> Except for that wall, you get blocked off. Yeah, I can put up with that. You know, we can we can work around that. Okay, here comes Quello. He's got some running room this time on this near side. Nice straight arm out there, and uh, almost gets knocked into the bench. But we'll go out of bounds across the 40-yard line at about the 43, 44-yard line. That'll be another star trekking first down. Yeah, we we can't, you know emphasize it enough every time these guys run the football they're running like they want to score a touchdown or they want to punish somebody or they want to score a touchdown while punishing somebody <laughs> yes, yeah that's true <laughs> okay we have to think about player of the game i, I have a, a thought um it, it's a kind of a a wild one but you know it's it just what i've noticed 
Okay. So uh, I'll wait till the play is over here. Okay. Arquello off the right side. He'll pick up about three or four over there. Let's call about uh, well, maybe even five. Yeah, they're going to give him five, so bring up a second down and five. Yeah, go ahead. So you know I'm a defensive guy. Yes. And um, I haven't seen the kid play much this season for, for you know, reasons that we know, but I feel like Andrew Brubaker has played pretty well on the defensive side. He's had a couple interceptions. He's had a couple more that should have been interceptions that were either called off or penalties. Uh, uh, and, you know, I, I just feel like he's, I think he had that long interception at the beginning of the game. So, uh, uh, at least to me, that's kind of what I see is from the defensive side. He, he's done a lot of things to, you know, Brockway has shot themselves in the foot so many times, but yeah, he's yeah. always kept them there. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that's a bad idea at all. And uh, Patton just, uh, you know, he's in a quarterback and just ran with the ball and uh, ran for, you know, Good yardage, mm-hmm. and then, and I noticed with him, he's tall and lanky. He's only a freshman, but could have easily stepped out of bounds. He was right over here on the boundary. Could have just simply stepped up, but no, he had to put the elbow and the shoulder into the tackler. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, okay, here's Quayle. He's got a running room. He's going to go this time for 43 yards out. It's Quayle. Finally, he breaks one, and so Quayle will score with 144 remaining here in this football game. And that's just hard because the Jundi is still running as hard as he was at the beginning of the game. Oh, absolutely. But yeah. defensively, you know, for Cameron County, you're down by a few scores. You know that you know you're not going to come back. You start to kind of slow down a little bit, and with him, he doesn't slow down. Yeah, that's now 41 to 14 with 143 yeah. left in this one. I mean, you could very very well argue that he was like the offensive player of the game because he just has all game long was just pounding, pounding, pounding. Um, oh, I think yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I think there's no reason why we can't have an offense and a defensive player in this game. And okay. so I think, uh, and that uh, kick is good. But, you know, you could also argue that uh, Doherty has played fantastically. But, I, you know, we, Doherty was my player of the game two weeks ago, too. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I, I, you know, Quell, at, at times he has been a player of the game. But I, I think, and then, uh, of course, uh, Fox had a good game as well. You know, so sometimes it's difficult. I mean, you know, to uh, you know to get somebody to pick somebody, and so uh, you know it's uh, it's it's just tough. But uh, Fox Fox had a pretty good. Uh, you know, we're yeah. not keeping stats here, but he yeah. you know, had a lot of uh, lot of good passes that he threw tonight too. So that's a question uh, whether he should be in the mix as well. I think probably he should. Well, oh. you're the offensive guy, so I'll let you choose the offensive guy. Yeah, well, it's yeah, like I said, stuff. I mean, you could you could pick out Quillo, you could pick out, uh, of course, Dockery, you could pick out Pasarchik, who always plays well on both sides of the ball. Uh, Fox had a good night, uh, you know, good night passing. But the thing, I, the reason I went with Fox tonight because he throws a lot. You know, I mean, you could you could give an argument a lot of games, but. He actually ran well tonight. He had some really, really good runs tonight. And so I'm kind of playing, putting him in, in on the equation, too. Okay, uh, kickoff. This time it is uh, by uh, Darker. He said Darker kicked off, and uh, it went deep down about the five-yard line. And the ball carrier will go down right at the, uh, looks at the 20-yard no, line. So 20-yard line. We've got 130 remaining in this. So, so I think. Uh, I mean, you could argue the offensive line. It's, uh, I could. There, there, there is. Sometimes in a game like this, even when Broccoli plays, you know, not as well as they could have, you still have players who shine and look good. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, sometimes, you know, linemen don't get the, the recognition they should have, mm-hmm. yeah. and so I, I don't, I don't find that an argument at all. I think that's a, that's a very good idea. 
And so we just may do that. So we'll have a defense and we'll have an offense. Uh, players of the game on, on uh, offense, be the offensive line. Def defensively, be Andrew Brubaker. That sounds good to me. So you'll have to get a couple pictures. Uh, we're head down. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You can, yeah, you can do that because you've got a little work to do to get down there. So yeah, you can do that. Okay. Okay. Don't forget to come back. <laughs> don't, don't leave quite yet. Okay. Okay. We got 111 on a uh, running clock right now. Our Rovers clearly in the lead, 42 to uh, 14. As this one is winding down, Red Raiders with the ball in their own territory. Ball is resting at about just outside the 20-yard line, about the 21-yard line. Clock continues to run down. And there's just a run off the uh, left side, and uh, that goes pretty much nowhere. Actually ends up behind the uh, behind the sticks, so bring up a second down. And about uh, we're really going to mark forward progress uh, pretty much at the... Uh, Half a yard, perhaps, past the uh, the first stick. So, can make a third down about nine and a half. May well be the last play of this uh, of this game right now. As uh, we're down to about 20 seconds remaining here in this football game from Emporium tonight. Again, we don't know what's going to happen next weekend. We'll try to fill you in on what we think here at the uh, at the post game show. Okay, we're down to seven, six, five. One more play left. Just a handoff right up the middle, and a tackle is made there. And so this one is over. Our final score, Rovers 42, Red Raiders uh, 14. And we'll be back with the uh, post-game show right after this two-minute timeout. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Down, set, Panda's put in the work this football season to be your ultimate defense with the Spitzer Shield. She'll catch you great deals and help you score Panda protection with our lifetime nationwide powertrain warranty. Unlimited time, unlimited miles. While Panda increases her speed, you can too with the Spitzer Speed Pass, where you can shop online anytime at Spitzer Auto World Dubois. Must complete regular maintenance at the manufacturer's specified intervals and documented. Any breakdowns must be completed at a Spitzer location within 40 miles. Warranty effective anywhere in the continental United States of America, Alaska, Hawaii, and Canada. Complimentary maintenance applies to new vehicle purchases. See dealer for complete details. Hi, it's Mike from Delulo Transport in Dubois. We have immediate openings for local package delivery drivers for our FedEx division. These are non-CDL driving positions. Applicants must be 21 years old, able to lift 100 pounds, have a professional appearance, and must pass a drug test. Delulo Transport is big enough to deliver, but small enough to care. To apply or find out more, stop by our office at 349 Dubois Street or give us a call at 814-503-4131. Configuring the Bluetooth, deciding who controls the music, remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. See Swift Kennedy and Company for your auto owners. 100 Meadow Lane, Dubois. Swift Kennedy. Insurance with integrity. 
When you need a tux or just a suit. Formal wear. For a wedding. Prom, homecoming, and semi-formal dance. Any important occasion, look your best. With the hottest styles from Joe's Tuck Shop. Including suit rentals with ties and vests to match any dress. All the accessories, like shoes. And shirts, suspenders. Dry cleaning and alterations, too. For tux fittings, call to make an appointment. Joe's Tuck Shop. West Long Avenue, downtown Du Bois. When you need to look your best, just go to Joe's. Joe'sTuckShop.com. Go, go Rovers. Rovers. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we're back. This one is over. The Rovers uh, will win it, and uh, I think they have secured for themselves a, a game at home in the first round of the uh, playoffs. We don't know who it will be, but uh, we will find out that sometime tomorrow, and you'll have to, to catch up with that news uh, either by, uh, by the newspaper or uh, by radio. So. Uh, someone will let you know at some point what we'll have next week, but it does look like it's going to be home in uh, Rockway. Rockway finishes the season with a overall record of seven and three, and so uh, we, uh, in fact, actually in the district now we have a lot of teams that that, uh, that uh, had a pretty decent, uh, at least a winning record, and so we don't know at this point. We know that first place Red Bank is in that first place slot. We know that Fort Allegheny is second. Rovers uh, probably at this point now in third place in uh, Region Two. And so we'll see where that uh, you know where that puts them as far as who they will who they will play. Uh, we uh, thank our sponsors, uh, especially those that uh, you know drive the game. We drive the game uh, is uh, brought to you by Frame Rally Sales and Service, the home of 12-month, 12 12,000-mile warranty, offering a great selection of clean used vehicles. And our our uh, drive of the game, we called it the first drive of the game that uh, turned into a TD. It could have happened a lot sooner, but the uh, the the play did not uh, did not connect. Had a wide open receiver that uh, just got overthrown in that one. But that's our drive of the game. And then we had sack of the game. Uh, Yarner had a, a great sack in the second period. So we're going to call that the sack of the game. Uh, that's brought to you by Brockway Appliance, uh, enduring or earning customers uh, one sale at a time, offering great deals on major brand appliances, fast delivery or service that continues after installation. And then uh, our uh, player of the of the game. Or I'm sorry, play of the game. We're going to call the uh, play of the game the uh, touchdown by uh, by Fox, a 20-yard touchdown. It was a great run by by Fox. The play of the game is brought to you by Inzana and Malolo, attorneys at law, specializing in family law, estate planning, and real estate. And then uh, player of the game, we usually only have one, but tonight we did something differently. We thought that Andrew Brubaker coming back uh, after a while here to, to play tonight did a tremendous job defensively. And so we're going to call our player of the game, uh, defensive player of the game, Andrew Brubaker. And then we're going to call the entire offensive line of the Rovers, our offensive players of the game. We felt that they just uh, have done a great job all year, did a great job tonight to off Foxes to get back there and uh, and get a lot of yards passing tonight. So we're going to call uh, those people the players of the game tonight. The uh, players of the uh, play, players of the game, uh, sponsor always by uh, Spitzer. And uh, so we're happy for Spitzer in St. Mary and in uh, in Dubois for sponsoring the player of the of the of the game. And then uh, we didn't have this uh, tonight. The the big hit because there were so many we just didn't know which one to call. But uh, the uh, Brockway big hit of the game uh, is brought to us uh, by Jim's Custom uh, Collision. Uh, if your car gets hit, uh, time to contact Jim's Collision. Uh, Jim's Collision uh, has been making friends by accident for close to 50, uh, 50 years. Also, we want to thank our, our sponsors that have been, been with us the entire season. Uh, Swift Kennedy Insurance, Clyde Ferrero and Company, New Water Service, Ferrero, Cruck and Ferrero, Joe's Tuck Shop, Stars Trailer Sales, 
uh, from her lumber and molding, yard works, Glass Town Pizza, the Louisville Transport Incorporated, Rocky Grill, Barachetti Holdings LP, and Creekside Auto and Tire. And then, of course, uh, those with our special sponsorship, NDL County Services for a coin toss, Star Trucking for our first down, Sunrise Coffee for our times out, Rogo Auto Sales for our halftime show, Rockway Appliance, Sack of the Game, and a friend really sells and service play of the game, and, and uh, uh, and Xander Murillo, LP attorney, play of the game, and Spitzer Dubos, uh, and St. Mary's play of the game as well. Okay, well, uh, Jared, you're back. You uh, got the pictures, the appropriate pictures, and uh, so... I was, I was telling the folks listening back at home as we're getting ready to wrap this thing up uh, that uh, they will have to listen to radio and maybe check the newspaper to find out what is going to happen next weekend, whether it be a Friday, Saturday. It probably uh, most likely will be at Broadway. We'll just have to find out who they will play. There are a lot of scenarios out there who they who they might play. But as, uh, as Jacob said before, that no matter what, teams are going to have to go through either Port Allegheny or they're going to have to go through Red Bank. Yeah, yeah, barring something unforeseen, those are the two, the two teams. And uh, Jake had, had told me, he said, you know, with with the talent that's in the D9, you've seen the last couple of years, he, he feels confident that one of the finalists for the state finals will, will come from from D9. Uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, very interesting. We know that there are got a lot of good, you know, single A teams out there. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, within the state, a lot of them uh, are private schools too Mm -hmm. Uh, you know so who knows what that will finally be well uh welcome back to pennsylvania after your travels i know you're anxious to get home tonight back and see the well the kids will be asleep the the kids will probably be what 12 years old now Uh, Janelle might be asleep too it's hard to say she usually wakes up for me yeah that's hard to say too well i i head back to uh, penfield through the uh, elk country so I always uh, pray for a protection around my van as I drive, you know, especially through at this time of night, yeah. you know, through deer country and elk country, and same for you. So uh, anyway, we uh, thank you folks at home for being with us. Our our final score, 42 to uh, 14 in favor of the Rovers. And they will be back on air uh, this uh, next weekend. We hope that you'll join us then or make it to the game if possible. And so for uh, Jared Robert, this is Bill Ebers saying good night and God bless. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast of Brockway Rover Football here on today's Sunny 106. Thank you to all our fine sports sponsors. Now let's return back to the real music variety here on today's Sunny 106.